You never get tired of that intro. Welcome, everybody, to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And, of course, yes, in, I do have a ton of friends in tow besides Primetime Gaming members and alumni. I am Mr. Boomstick XL. I want to welcome everyone to the final episode of 2021. This has been... I think the biggest year for this particular show, uh, not only through viewership, but I think that we have an, an unbelievably outstanding panel of great gamers who bring so much to uh, each podcast that we do on Monday evenings for you. And uh, I cannot wait to get into this uh, into into today's topics. Uh, we are expecting Xbox University, someone that has exploded on the scene in regards to. His, uh, you know, how he handles himself on social media, he should be running through shortly. But we also have another special guest. He is obviously doesn't really need an introduction, but he's going to get one nonetheless. Xbox Era's very own Halo Extraordinaire, one bad mother. What's up, dude? How are you? I am great, Mr. Boom. Thanks for, for having me on again, uh, especially with this being the last episode of the of the year. I thought, you know, uh, today was it was going to be a, a tough day to make it on, but I'm like, I got to at least come in here and get a little bit, get in here for a little bit of the shenanigans, uh, you know, as a, as a our, our year-end celebration, uh, you know, and kind of go out with the bang. So again, thanks for having me on, inviting me again. And it's, you know, it's always a good time, uh, you know. <laughs> getting getting a little a little bit slanderous uh with the panel yeah well it's great to have you on obviously we love uh that when you're here you bring a tremendous amount of professionalism every time that you're on so obviously we've seen what you've done uh with xbox era and uh we and again we this is what we had to have you on for today's program but let's continue with the introductions next up one up one half of the incredible podcast on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Kay Asante, how the heck are you? Good evening, good evening. I'm doing great, man. Uh, I, I've had a, we were on, on hiatus, so I got a little bit of sleep, you know, I collected nice. myself. I feel like I'm ready to podcast, and then and then the year's already over. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, <laughs> it's good to be, it's good to be here. You know, I've actually been catching up on all the other great podcasts and all the other po content creators. It, it's been a fun couple of days, just kind of being a consumer of, of podcasts again yes it's so nice to sit back and here. listen right Isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 it's, it's awesome it's... It, it recharges you it gives you new energy it gives you good ideas for things you want to do you know it, it's it's pretty great you know so it, it's been great to do sometimes you need to do that you know Stop yeah you know it's funny it's funny you should say that today while i was on the way to pick up mrs boom from work i got a chance to uh hang out and listen to the xbox 2 podcast which mm -hmm. i saw a lot of uh the panel members including obm and of course uk asante mm -hmm. yeah I was as well as there, myself yeah. listen to of course uh mm -hmm. rand althor 19 uh and jez corden of windows central that's one of my favorite shows outside of dealers and the iron lord so i got a chance to listen to them they had uh it wound up being a, a nice surprise because they're normally not on mondays so when I, when I when i realized i got the alert that they were live i was like okay this is great i got something to listen to great show if you missed it go check it out on randall thor's channel uh which again he's two shakes of a stick from a hundred thousand like that dude has exploded on the scene could not be more proud and happy for him but let's continue with the introductions the wandering dutch dude i want to say congratulations um for an absolutely 
epic 24-hour charity stream. Uh, Mrs. Boom and I obviously got in on the action and made a small donation. Uh, if you do this next year, I think we're going to have to triple what we originally uh, donated because it's such a great cause. And, uh, man, you guys really knocked it out of the park. You crushed your goal. You finished at 1,200-plus pounds as opposed to the 1,000 you were asking for. Hey, man, how have you been? Have you recovered? from this event <laughs> still still recovering it felt afterwards today specifically it felt like i'd, I'd got a really bad hangover <laughs> oh okay here he is yeah, nice yeah it felt, felt like you got a really bad hangover specifically the day um it just felt so drained but it was it was completely worth it um like i say, the first 20 hours was was really easy it was pretty much a cakewalk and then the last four that's when we're, the age started getting into it <laughs> It was like, yeah, you're not built for this anymore, old man. <laughs> so uh, it, it really started dragging on, but no, it, it was it was absolutely awesome, and obviously tears were shed, and, and it got quite a bit emotional when we when we got past that. Yeah, um, it's it's well. it's you know what you guys did was amazing. Uh, you should be commended for it. Um, I am hoping that uh, this urges other podcasters. To get involved with with donating uh, back to charities, uh, you know, whether it be for cancer, like you guys, child cancer, or just giving back to the community. I love seeing it. Um, you know, we didn't do a charity stream on Friday's uh, Breakfast of Boom, but we did give away seven hundred dollars worth yeah. of digital and physical prizes. It's again, it's it's our way of giving back to this community that offers so much support for Mrs. Boom and I. And, I, and again, I, I loved what you did. And uh, congratulations on crushing it. Um, and uh, let's continue. Well, first of all, before I get into our regulars, uh, we got to welcome in someone who's making his debut on Primetime Gaming. I've been a fan of him. He is a stout uh, debater of the Xbox brand. He has exploded on the scene on social media. Welcome to the show, Xbox University. Hey, how you doing, guys? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you a part of the sh of today's program. Obviously, I know I hit hit you up yesterday, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I can jump on." But uh, loved, I love love what the work that you've been doing out there. You know, obviously, you know, you don't really take the fanboy shenanigans uh, way of talking about it. You do question uh, when people put make posts out there that maybe um, that might be a little bit uh, one sided. Uh, how are you? Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I try to um, bust the fake narratives, you know. Because yeah. I feel like there's just, in, especially on the internet, there's this, like there there are just um, some prevailing um, mindsets that 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 happen. So I try just to put different perspectives on things and just you know show them that different light. But yeah, um, you know it is the internet. But um, like I said, I want to thank y'all for having me, man. I'm a fan of YouTube. Uh, you know, I've been watching, um, listening to your podcast quite a bit. Um, you know, um, Everborn is my guy. <laughs> and wandering Dutch, I see you. Like this, um, but uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I can, um, you know, um, become uh, better friends with everybody here. Well, we're we're looking forward to it, and we're glad that you are here. And thank you once again for joining us. Uh, we're going to get into the topics momentarily, but let me continue with, of course, the introductions. And uh, I don't want to say slanderous one. I want to say this guy is a diehard Marvel fan. He is one half of the Gaming Circle podcast on Saturday. He's also one half of the incredible uh, movie show on Thursday evenings, Everborn Saga. How the heck are you and what you been up to? 
all well first of all i am i'm doing well uh thank you for asking it's good to be at this time of the year the christmas lights are up and everything uh that's all great but what i have been up to is halo halo and then some more halo i love it and and i can't stop playing this game i finished it uh over the weekend and um there's, there's still so much more to do and and don't let mr xbox university fool you he was being modest the man calls out bs when he sees it yes, with surgical precision uh yeah. every time so uh that is cool and um obm at this point and i mean this with with in as i mean this completely as a compliment you are not a special guest anymore. You are a regular at this point. Let's Indeed not pretend he is. otherwise. Um, <laughs> and and Mr. Dutch, did you see the trailer for The Northman with Alexander Skarsgård? We got to talk about that one. Mm. But <laughs> yes, yes I'm, I'm excited to get into what we're getting into. And of course, the mag, I have I have joined the uh, the middle aged gamer club. Yes, you have. Last week, so. Welcome. Hey, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go with all the back pains and knee aches that come with it. Welcome to the club, because I'm still the oldest man here, but it's okay. It's fine. You know, I, I got to see gaming when it was sticks and dots, and now I'm playing. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I'm like fine wine. I've, I've. And now you're about to play Hellblade. Look well, at that. Look at that. There you go. But listen, uh, let's continue in the last, but certainly not least, uh, one of the funniest dudes on this panel, one that has uh, delighted us with so many of his. Uh, wacky and crazy, uh, you know, videos. In fact, he actually even hurt himself in one of them. <laughs> and he's still still alive to talk about it. Mag, yes. what's going on, brother? Welcome to the final show yes. of 2021. And what a hell of a 2021 it was, wasn't it? It was Indeed. a great year for all of us, especially gamers, not uh, not, con not, not fanboys. Uh, and it was a wonderful year for us. But guys, we got a great show tonight. Look at this panel. I didn't even get to say hi to everybody because I jumped in there. There, Asante, Dutch, obviously, boom. OBM, I know I rib you a lot, but it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, brother. Everborn Saga. I got Xbox. Oh, Xbox University, by the way. The, what does he do? He shouts out Everborn and Dutch. What's wrong with Asante and I? I didn't hear any hellos. I didn't even look down. I, I didn't even see who was in here. I'm sorry. I know. I'm just playing around. But, let, but in all seriousness, guys, on, very quickly, let's point out Dutch right here, okay? This man right here, you got to give this man some recognition for Indeed. what he did. Yes. You know, I don't, I know, I donated as well. It's a very good cause, but what he did was very selfless act. And at this time of year, this is exactly what this world needs: people doing things to help other people. Indeed. And what he did was nothing short of uh, amazing. Because I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, but kudos to you for doing that. Actually, ironically, I ended up winning. I didn't even know I won. Um, <laughs> I ended up winning a shock blue Xbox controller, which is being sent to me. Um, yeah, I, I'm a little slighted by that. I think I, hey, of hey, all of hold, you guys, I was the first to donate, and I didn't win anything. So screw you. Guys. Hold, <laughs> hold on a minute, though. Did yes. you say Shock Blue or Sonic Blue? Oh, here no, we not go. Sonic Blue. Either way, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> either way, I, I I did not get into there for that. Yeah. I got yeah, into there to yes. support a brother. Who's do, who was doing something absolutely incredible. So, yes. uh, anyways, kudos to you. And last but not least, <laughs> Everborn, you just said Halo, Halo, Halo. 
I think it should be treadmill, 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 or whatever your wife bought you. Yeah. yeah. All right. It should be. It Let's should get be. going, man. 2022. I want to see results. But anyways, I, guys. I don't know if you missed it, but I said I got in 15 minutes before my knees gave 15 out. 15 minutes on. is not. Oh, oh well, my goodness. Well, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll get. Anyways, you'll get. You'll get there eventually. Let's get uh, into the show real quick before we get into topic number one. Got to shout out our good brother. This is a gentleman that again has. Uh, an incredible uh, uh podcast uh i you love slow-mo man i'm slow mo backslap drops an outstanding and very generous five dollar super chat but it's what he says that's interesting he says i'm here because i heard boom was auctioning everborn's 3080 that has never been used that's it's right. also unused boom and was able to remove it and he didn't even know i wouldn't no know because i hate oh, pc man. gaming uh-huh. You know something, folks. Like I, I, I have an, an admission. I don't know if my brother is in the chat. Um, he recently bought uh, a, a computer with a thirty seventy, and he has been uh, eventually inducted into the PC Master Race. I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for that. But yes, he is like I don't know if I want to play on console anymore. I must punch him in his face. But anyway, <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Yeah. If you listen, if you're listening, Neo, we got we got to talk. But anyway, let's, this is between brothers, guys. Don't get excited. Yeah. That's right. And uh, he's a much big, listen. He's a much bigger man, so I'm going to lose. I'm telling you, just right. hit him and run. I, That's what I do. I never figured him for a cheater. <laughs> oh, this man. Wow. This man. Oh my goodness, the slanderous, the slanderous one. You know what? He he owns his name. Uh, but listen, folks. First of all, I want to thank everybody that's here. We got over 120 feet, 25 people here. If you're new to the channel, it's the first time you're finding primetime gaming, specifically uh, Double Barrel Gaming, please consider subscribing to the channel. Uh, we are under 800 subs away from 10K. Uh, I know that it's unlikely to hit it this year, uh, which is fine, but I'm hoping for first quarter of 2022 uh, and Mrs. Boomstick and I have been working really hard behind the scenes to provide incredible content. Uh, I mean, the gifts that we do, the, the giveaways that we do, that's all fine and good, but we don't do that for subs. No, nothing is sub uh, generated. It's, it's we just want to give back. And and, uh, you know, obviously the content should speak for itself. Um, and uh, you, uh, obviously today's show and tomorrow's Xbox Factor are the end of the live shows for 2021. I'm going to take a bit of a break, enjoy gaming for a little bit, uh, let all the panel members that I work with recharge their batteries. Uh, but I will be dropping several um, uh, X vlog episodes, so you you folks have something to listen to. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and produce at least three, but my goal is to try and get four before the end of the year. One has already been written, which I'll be recording on Wednesday, uh, and that's going to be the uh, behind-the-scenes story of Ninja Theory and uh, many many uh, pieces of information that you might not know about how Hellblade was made and how they got that done with only 20 people working on a studio that only currently uh, at the time – was under a hundred. Uh, I, I put a lot of a lot of work into it. It's pretty interesting, and of course, we'll be back ending that conversation with our expectations for Hellblade Two based on what we saw at the Game Awards. So look look forward for that. That's going to drop either Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, but let me uh, let me. Oh, we got another super chat here from someone that we know and love, Gaming Forte, ah. our brother. 
drops a five dollars. Who gents is everborn? You must excuse my co-host for these frames have gone straight to his head. Congratulations on a great 2021 boom. Can't wait for 2022. And yes, dude, we got to get you back on this panel and give us your thoughts. Uh 2022 is going to be a big year for gaming, and I think a big year for both you and Slow Mo. You know why it's going to be a big year. Why is that? Sonic Frontiers is coming out. I listen, I can't argue with listen, that because Sonic Sonic Adventure is still my favorite. Oh, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> and we also had uh, Kenta, Kenta Wilson drops an outstanding five hours of gen says Sony uh is block uh, blockbuster Microsoft. Oh, is blockbuster Microsoft is Netflix this yeah, generation? You know Truest thing I've heard all night. So far. you know, he he might he might be onto something. Listen, folks, let's get into the show. Uh, and we of course we have to talk about. Uh, one of the uh, biggest topics to come out of the weekend. Uh, and this comes the way of a Game Rant article that set the interwebs ablaze. Uh, and uh, I- I'm going to try and frame this for you. Um, and um, listen, folks, a lot of questions are going to be asked. Hopefully we have some answers for you. Uh, Game Rant posted an article regarding Hellblade 2 and why... It should be put on to the PlayStation 5. Uh, it was a very interesting article, to say the least. Uh, one of which, uh, again, set the interwebs on fire and even caused me to make an uh, to make a post on it. Which I know, I, I again, I, folks, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't get into the middle of this console war shenanigans. Uh, but I'm going to read you what I wrote. First of all. This is what the uh, the titled argue, uh, article was from GameRant, which, by the way, I use their stuff all the time. I really do like them. And it's one of the reasons why I um, wanted Xbox University to be on here, because I was actually responding to his post. And Xbox University, we will get to you momentarily. You wrote, bro, not like this. Hashtag Xbox and PlayStation. And, of course, he was commenting on the GameRant article that read, why Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 deserves a PlayStation release. <laughs> and here is what the title of that article said. The, 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 it was by Samangaloso uh, Simlane. I, I, I can't pronounce. I, I'm, I apologize for butchering the first name, but the last name is Simlane, who wrote the article. Tra- and they say this. Trailers for Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 show that it will be a fantastic game, yet its console exclusivity will likely disappoint PlayStation players. So I wrote, and again, like I said, I, folks, I'm a big fan of Game Rant, but you know, when you read these kind of things, you, you got to call them out. And this is what I wrote to them. This is the most ridiculous suggestion slash port begging article I've ever seen. Buy an Xbox, play on PC, phone or tablet through Xbox Cloud Gaming already, and stop this nonsense. Unlike PlayStation, Xbox offers more ways to play than anyone in gaming. Xbox University, I want to bring you right in, obviously, because I jumped on your bandwagon here. Um, Listen... The reason why this is a conversation, this is we're not going into council war shenanigans live on the air. What we're trying to do is figure out why this conversation continues to happen. And, and, and this is on the heels of the co-founder of Ori and the Blind Forest coming out and saying that Xbox needs to be the market uh, show, show what show, have some guts to uh, release their own games everywhere. This also comes on the heels 
of many journalists, which I won't call out personally because we don't do that on this program, that have been calling for Microsoft to allow Bethesda to release their games, specifically Starfield on a PlayStation 5 and how this is some this is unfair. What are your thoughts and why did you make this post? Well, thank you so much, Boom. Um, my, my thoughts is there's some, for, for some reason, when it comes to Xbox, um, there's this high level of hypocrisy. And I, I, I would like to believe that they don't realize they're doing it. Because if not, that would mean that they're doing it on purpose. But what I'm trying to say is, like, for some reason, they have this entitlement when it comes to PlayStation, PlayStation fan base. Indeed. As if the, the PlayStation fan base somehow deserves to enjoy every game. But I'm like, as an Xbox gamer, you know, for years, Sony have been paying, literally paying, to make sure that you can't play a game. Forsaken and what... Final Fantasy VII are perfect examples of that point. Exactly, like Death Loop. I mean, literally, it's literally an Xbox game. But my point, and they wanted to get Starfield as well. Well, so yeah, that's, is... that's also they they tried to buy the Starfield rights so it would never be on an Xbox platform. Yeah, like I told people, like they keep talking about Sony PlayStation. I'm like, Sony did not create Spider Man. I'm, I'm, I'm Sony with Spider Man. Sony did not create spider-man what they're doing is right there they're, they're in a deal to make sure that you can't play it on an xbox that's literally what it is so at the end of the day xbox gamers always seems like they get the middle finger and it's okay because like i said they, there's rarely any type of articles that say you know what about the poor xbox gamers what about them why can't they play street fighter 5 why can't they play, play spider-man why can't they play um, you know, Bloodborne. Why can't they play whatever the case may be? So there's this 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 perception that when Nintendo and Sony have exclusive, that's all is right in the world. That's how it's supposed to well, be. I, I've been calling it a, an industry double standard. I, I think that's the best way yeah. we can we 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 can we can try and make sense of it because that's exactly what it is. They literally try to always go back to Minecraft, but Minecraft, but Minecraft. I'm like, but Minecraft is the top-selling game of all time behind Tetris. Like, you're trying to compare Minecraft to every other game, and it's not the same. Like, for them to not keep their... their, their um, when you have a subscription service, what differentiates you from the, the opposition is the IP. That's what they can't copy. They can copy the business model. They can copy everything else, but what they can't copy, eventually PlayStation will copy <laughs> Quick Resume. Eventually, PlayStation they they copied achievements with with trophies. We copied um Xbox copied the share button. That's what happens. But you know what? You can't copy IP. So at the end of the day, that's yeah. that's what's king. And like I said, but but it does this double standard that Xbox gamers can should miss out, but PlayStation gamers shouldn't miss out. And you can see it even with the JRPGs or the blatant uh, stuff with Atlas, since um you know Everborn loves Sega so much. Where Atlas just basically put up the middle finger to the Xbox gamers over and over, but the title turn. What what happens is just like with the from the from the Wii U to the Switch. The Wii U barely had any type of third party support, but the Switch, the third parties are begging to put games on there. When the platform becomes more popular in the series, like right now, as as you see Xbox's 
literally selling more than the PlayStation. As the platform becomes more popular and more popular, the, the third party gravitate to where the people are, especially on Game Pass. So this generation, I think, is going to be different. I absolutely agree, and I I, I, I think it was extremely well put. Uh, thank you for that uh, absolute incredible breakdown. Before I get to one bad mother, I got to thank a couple of people. Once again, slow mo backslap <laughs> drops a five dollar super chat and says, "I don't need to be excused. Forte barely plays anything but Destiny, <laughs> so can we auction his dusty twenty eighty super as well?" <laughs> How you gonna call the man's video card dusty? <laughs> I think he's saying because he doesn't use it that it just oh, has yeah, acquired yeah. dust. Um, uh, but again, that's between brothers. You let them beat each <laughs> other up. That's what they do. Uh, Alex is a valve. Drops an outstanding $7 super chat. Says, just wanted to say hello to everyone and thanks for giving us such great content with this amazing panel. Hey, can Let's I, go. Can I just ask uh, Slow Mo real quick if sure. uh, Log4J is affecting any of his game downloads or or or, 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 or. Or does he have to upload any drivers? No? Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just asking. You're being ridiculous. He is, well, he's being slanderous. This is what he does. This is, folks, true, this is what true, we're used to, and we, and we love him for it. Uh, Splendiferous drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, uh, the reason why I love this show is because the energy here is so authentic. Well, thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. All of you gentlemen and Mag are very classy and compassionate people. You like how you said all of you gentlemen and Mag? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I know Splendiferous very well. Oh, of course he does. <laughs> listen, yes. uh, let's bring in One Bad Mother. Uh, one Bad Mother, I'm I'm so happy that you are here today, besides uh, considering you a very, very close friend, uh, specifically because you are a part of the, the media, the media, if you will. You obviously represent Xbox era in the most best way possible, which is why you are part of that team, which is why that team has surpassed 10,000 subscribers and have uh, funded their incredible uh, Halo, uh, Halo book, uh, the Xbox book that's coming out. I'm, I'm a big supporter of that. When you see these kind of articles, listen, uh, we all understand that everyone is entitled to their opinion. But I think mm -hmm. there is certainly something going on within the gaming media. And again, we're not throwing everyone under one umbrella. You can't do that with anything, whether it be real life or just something silly like video games. You have to each individual is responsible to do their own thing and have their own opinion and they're entitled to it. But I, I think there is a general consensus that's going on that somehow or another, Microsoft needs to be the one to let the floodgates open and allow their, their IPs that remember at some, at, 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 there was a conversation. Xbox has no games. Now, mm -hmm. the, now the conversation is Xbox has too many games, right? And <laughs> one of the biggest, one of the biggest complaints from last generation, that I think we all could admit needed help and they had finally come around to it, was their first-party output. And now they have first-party studios in an abundance at 23, potentially more coming next year, and 35 studio uh, you know, teams within these 23 studios making games. So it is going to come a point that Xbox has too many games. Where do you fall on seeing an article written that wasn't done to, you know, I think fan the flames? It was a legit, hey, why, why can't PlayStation gamers get this game? 
Yeah, first, uh, boom, thanks for the kind words. <laughs> it's always nice to hear that stuff. Um, yeah, you know, and it, it, it's interesting you brought that up too, because that's how I was thinking about this. And even really since we spoke pre-show, I, I, you know, my opinion has kind of evolved as I've been thinking about it, you know, from our perspective, because, you know, being in, uh, I guess, be part of the media now, right? And, you know, it, it, you, you, you kind of have a different perspective of how these things might work or what the intention of the writer might have been. Uh, one of the things that we talked about early on is, you know, we're very aware that, that you know, clicks pay the bills and it's really easy for short term to really lean into what's going to get you the most clicks. Um, the, the challenge with that is like over time, you know, that's going to start to erode your credibility. What does that do for your, like, and, and really, do you even want to be, do you, you want to live that life? You know, for me personally, I don't like, it wouldn't be worth it. If that's what I would need to do to, to, to do this thing, uh, you know, even for fun, then I, then it's just, that's, then it's just not meant to be. Uh, so we talked about that early on. We're not going to lean into the click stuff. And if anybody in our staff kind of came up with an article that said, you know, uh, you know, why is, um, you know, Sony doing this to Xbox gamers, you know, I, we, you know, that stuff would get crushed right off. You would, yeah, it, it wouldn't make it past the, the editor, which is, which is, well, I would be questioning would why you even were trying to write for us at that point. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, cause that just sounds, it just sounds like you don't even, you know, you don't even have the basic concept of the business. Uh, it, it, it just sounds really naive. And, you know, I, I don't want to throw everybody at Game Ran under the bus or anybody, everybody. No, in the I media. like their work. So it, it, yeah, it's I mean, and, and, and so, you know, everybody has a bad day. So like, I, I, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, I, I will say though, that I think, you know, when I'm looking at this, if I, if, if I, if you had to put a you know gun to my head or whatever money on it, that I had to come up with the right answer, what they're trying to do here. I, I really look at this as just kind of fishing for clicks. I, 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 and the reason is I have to give them a benefit of the doubt that they're just not that clueless about the business of gaming. If they are, then they might need to, you know, not write these types of articles in the future, whoever was doing it. Um, you know, cause I, I look at this as something like if somebody was going to like, let's just say you're a gamer out there, you're a PlayStation gamer, you saw the, the Hellblade video and you know, it was, you heard Hellblade before cause it was on PlayStation uh, four you know, you're going to go search, uh, you know, is Hellblade 2 coming to PlayStation 5? Um, you know, this type of article is going to pop up in that search. And so if you look at kind of what, you know, look at what a lot of a Game Rants articles have been, you know, they've wrote, written a lot about Starfield lately. And, you know, <laughs> what, you know, and the reason why is because Starfield, and, and we know this too, that Star, if you write the word Starfield, you're going to get clicks. Just yeah, write the word. Well, it's, it's the algorithm they're trying to uh, manipulate by, yeah. right, again, it's, it's just like YouTube. You know, you throw X, uh, X word in there. And if you are hip to understanding the algorithms, we understand. Listen, at the end of the day, it is a business. We do understand yeah. that. But yeah. there, 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 there's something that there's a lack of yeah, it, integrity. Yeah. And that's the thing here. Like, I, I just, again, I, you know, and, and yeah, we, we hear the, the Minecraft thing is, is kind of silly by now for anybody who doesn't know Minecraft when they bought them, it had nothing to do with what, how big, you know, it had nothing to do with how much it was selling. It really had to do with uh, like, that's the only way they're going to buy them that, that they, they, there was an agreement when they bought them that they're going to be left oh. alone. That's kind of why they do things in yep. their own little world. That's, Same that's with that. We bought Skype and uh, mostly yep. 
uh, it's kind of an autonomy deal. Yeah, it was. It was in the. It was in the contract. They can't go back on it. Uh, It's from what I understand, it's the same way Atlas was with Sega, which is why people are like, "Well, how come Microsoft's got this deal with Sega and they still can't get Atlas games?" And that's because Atlas can do whatever the hell they want. Um, But you know, like so. So there's that aspect, and, and so. I think that, you know, most people that are plugged into the business um, understand. I mean, you look at Hellblade, first of all, it's not a super, uh, it's not a quick Twitch game, right? It's probably not going to be even when the, with Hellblade 2, even if they update the combat. Um, same with Starfield. You know, the, the, the landscape's changing so much that I feel like a lot of these narratives are kind of on their last legs and they're just using them right now to, to leverage them for uh, whatever clicks they can get in the short term. But long term, you know, somebody with a who's never bought an Xbox, who doesn't have a high-end PC is going to be able to pick up their DualSense or DualShock controller, log into their TV uh, you know, or, or their, you know, their potato computer and they're going to be able to play it, you know, for, for a dollar, right? Like get in on a trial and stream the game. And this is, these are games that are probably going to work even if you don't have great internet. So, you know, and I think that most people that are plugged into the business kind of get that. So like the narrative does feel disingenuous and that's why I just assume that somebody probably got the directive to, Hey, go get us, um, you know, go get us some clicks on this article, and they they did the best they could with it. I mean, otherwise, I'm and again, I'm assuming I don't know anybody over there, and I don't want to, you know, uh, and, I, and I guess that's probably not the right thing to um, to start putting out like tinfoil hat conspiracies. But I just if it if not, then I think that person really shouldn't write on the business of gaming because they just don't even have a, like a one on one understanding. Uh, I'm not even somebody that gets excited about the uh, the exclusive conversation i understand why they exist um i understand why both sony and microsoft are going to you know continue to fight to bring exclusives to their ecosystems from a business perspective as a gamer it does nothing for me i don't think food tastes better because somebody else can't eat it so like i you know that conversation doesn't great analogy man that is perfect (laughs) that is perfect yeah and in fact i think it's exciting that people that you know that have always been on playstation that really don't want to leave the ecosystem because they want to see what happens in the next god of war or last of us you know they're not going to leave that ecosystem but they can't afford two consoles i think it's exciting that they can join in on these conversations in the you know next year or the year after or whatever and i think that is going to be a um exciting part of gaming that it's it's more people uh engaging in these games so more of these types of you know um unique experiences get made and 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 if i were like to and that's the thing like if i were to try to write and and maybe that's the other aspect it's like even if you wanted to lean into trying to write about hellblade 2 and stuff there's so many new and exciting things coming up and i just feel like we're, we're like a lot of media and even fans we're still stuck in this kind of old world that's it's kind of de- like it, I, it has some relevance console sales still matter but um it's just it's it's like you know it's not the whole scoreboard anymore like it used to be it's like you know it's just part of the score and um, and I think there's a lot of it, you know, a lot of opportunities you could have, there's a lot of ways you could have gone about Hellblade and PlayStation, 
and uh you know and talk about that talk about you know hey playstation gamers uh you guys will get to play it in 2023 too if you want for one dollar or whatever fifteen dollars and you know i think there's there's um and these are some of the missed opportunities and i think you know the gaming media and, and even the fans who, who argue on you know twitter all day kind of need to you know step back and kind of say like start looking at where this industry is going to be in just like two years uh it's going to be you know very different than how we see it today and i I think we're going to start to feel that next year when Starfield comes out, people don't, they can't get their hands on next gen hardware for PC or console. And it's a next gen only thing. And people are going to start streaming. And I think you're going to start to see that narrative change then. And so my advice to them would just be to like, just be a little bit more original and, you know, uh, I, you know, I just, just think it wasn't a good article. Well, you know, and, and you're absolutely right. I, I want to bring in Keosante. We were having an absolutely incredible conversation. He said some very powerful statements that I said, please, by all means, save that for the live show because it, it brings a lot of clarity to the conversation that we're about to have. But I also want to add to uh, something that, um, that OBM was just talking about. Uh, if I recall correctly, th there was a, a, a very subset uh, community within PlayStation that uh swore up and down that they had five thousand dollar pcs and that they didn't need an xbox and that's why the, you know x you know because you could play on pc well I, I i then posed the question why are we complaining about starfield being on xbox when you have these five thousand pcs five thousand dollar pcs collecting dust uh you can just play there uh and also it brings us a conversation like i had said uh privately Microsoft is the only of the big three offering numerous ways to play that's not on your console. Whether you play on your smart fridge or your tablet or your phone or your pewter or wherever, you can do that and still enjoy the game as much as I'm enjoying it on my Series X or someone's enjoying it on their Series S or whatever. But by all means, please, Kaysante, take it away. No, no, I completely agree with you. And that's actually the point I was just about to make with this, you know, uh, and, and OBM and, and actually uh, university also great points. Like it's, it's all of that. It's exactly all of that. Right. I wouldn't call this bias more like, like, you know, people are quick to jump on the bias train. That's not where I would go with it. I I'd consider this more trying to categorize the consumer base a bit, you know, because most of them see the future. You know, we've been talking a lot of the diehard love to complain about Xbox people are now starting Xbox podcasts or having more more uh, uh, positive uh, uh, articles and, and op-eds about Xbox. Right. And, I, you know, in my heart of hearts, I don't think they're doing it from their heart of hearts. Right. They see the future. They see where it's going. So they're trying to garner some of those clicks. But still, it is a fact today that there are more PlayStation fans than there are Xbox fans. That's just a fact. Right. So. While they see the future, there are some other categories that go, you know, there's still a lot of, you know, room there. There's a lot of clicks left on the table, so to speak. And a lot of people are, you know, in their console war bag. So how about we speak to them a little bit? Whether we believe it or not, it means they will click and we will get the money we, we so rightly are looking for, right? And clearly that seems to be where this was, right? They're just there trying to get some, trying to get their agendas out, right? You know, they're literally trying to get their agenda, not necessarily like, oh, I, I solely believe that, but more in the sense of if we're, if, if all of the, the known brands, the known 
um, uh, media outlets that used to be very critical and were always garnering so such attention by uh, speaking ill of Xbox are now all being pro Xbox. That means it leaves those angry clickers on the table. So maybe we'll get some of those angry clickers for ourselves. That, that's what this, this seems like they're trying to, to garner, right? So, like, I honestly don't don't I don't think that we should take it seriously or we should even give them the attention uh, in that respect because at the end of the day, we we can see nakedly what they are trying to do. It's not even an earnest approach. It, it is a very calculated, you know, ridiculous approach. Clearly, right? You know, and of course, as OBM has rightly pointed out. Anytime anybody brings up Minecraft, like this was a thing that has been known for a long time. Notch literally hated X Xbox or Microsoft, the evil at Microsoft at the time. Notch, mm -hmm. the creator of Minecraft, hated them with the flame of a thousand suns right <laughs> until he sold to them. Until and, the bag was dropped. Well, Exactly, and, and and everybody has a price. Changes everything. That's everybody right. has a price. Ted DBS. And something, something. Hear <laughs> that music, that theme song playing right now. You know, and 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 the funny thing that happened was right when he sold to them, before he closed his account, his Twitch, his Twitter account, and then bought that 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 island somewhere. He basically came out and said it. Like if you check the archives, you can see it. Oh, don't worry, uh, 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 Minecraft fans. I promise you, the game will be all right. They put in a clause that stopped Microsoft from controlling Minecraft. No matter what they do, they can do whatever the hell they want. That's yeah. the deal they had. And Microsoft's and, not and, doing that deal anymore. So, that, and they're not was, exactly, that's... exactly right. So that's that's what was that what was said a long time ago. But of yeah. course, either those that don't know about that still use it, or even those that do know about that know that that breaks their narrative. So let's kind of you know sweep that part under the rug, right? There's no way this is a Minecraft situation because they don't have that quote unquote autonomy deal kind of thing. It's it's not that. That's what makes Minecraft different. And of course, it worked in Microsoft's favor because whether they have that autonomy deal or not, it's still the biggest thing in gaming. What what was the latest stat? A trillion views Minecraft has, has garnered. It's ridiculous. Than, yeah. yeah. A trillion with Outrageous. a T trillion views. Crazy. So yep. it worked for them, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean it'll work moving forward for anybody else, right? Now, I will close this out and, and just say the part of the puzzle where I have a bit of an issue with, with some folks that are, like, you know, out there, you know, clicking on these things and going, yeah, this is right. Why isn't it that you guys aren't calling them out for the right reasons? Why aren't these, are these uh, uh, media outlets not being called out for not being the voice of the people? Because right now, Final Fantasy VII Remake is nowhere but on PlayStation and on PC. And if you want to play it on PC, that old game is still $70. But nobody says anything about that. And it's a terrible port. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah, that port Easily. was... Uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's was, horrendous. They said talk, that talk it's to... absolutely incredibly awful. Yes. And that it may uh, not uh, even what's be his the, name? the full, the full <laughs> um, version. Slow-mo slow was streaming it today. He had to put mods in just to stop the frame, frame rate from going crazy. And he's still got frame pacing issues and all this... Ridiculous, but the point is this: if you want, so you, if you want your 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 media outlets to, to to say the right things or be on your side, how about you challenge them to say the things that represent you correctly? PlayStation, where's the damn browser? Because yeah. guess what? I don't want to pay seventy dollars for for uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, 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 the next Xbox exclusive. I don't want to pay that. Maybe I'll wait until the Xbox exclusives come out and then I'll get a deal for Game Pass for a month 
for a dollar and play it on my PlayStation browser. Where's my browser, PlayStation? You don't hear them saying that. And instead of instead of calling them out and saying, guys, y'all are focused on the wrong thing. I tell you what they do need. I tell you what they do need to call out. And I've just mm. it's just been brought to my attention tonight as well, and I didn't realize it. Cloud saves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just cloud saves specifically, but the fact that if you lose PS Plus for a, for a period of you time, you lose all your cloud saves. Or, yeah. They're all gone. Completed. You've yes. got to be kidding oh, me. We no, can we can that's... we can keep going, my friend. Dude, uh, I, did not know I that. actually did not oh, know oh, that. That that is that that has been a thing for a long time. Let's keep going. Uh um um, um what do you call it? Uh Cyberpunk came out, it was trash. Oh, they took it from the PlayStation store. Why did they do that? Because it, it obfuscated from the fact that you still can't return a game once you buy it. To this that's day, correct. there yeah. is no yeah. four hours, there Funny. is no oh, I made a mistake, it's yours, you're stuck with it. How about we call them out for the things that they're actually doing wrong so maybe they can fix it? Let me let me add to that story. My, my my brother had pre-ordered Destiny 2. He was a big mm-hmm. Destiny fan. Obviously, everyone knows Neo Mental. He has probably, between both games, 6,000 six hours. hours. Yes, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he had pre-ordered it mm-hmm. um, months, months before Destiny 2 came out. He yep. called PlayStation. He said, "Listen, uh, and this was this was like like uh, like two or three months before the game released. He's like, listen, uh, I'm gonna just only play it on, on my other console. I, I just want to refund. I'm, I just want to cancel it. Uh, and he they wouldn't do it. Don't you know? He calls his credit card company. He has them get involved. They banned his account until he paid for it again. You see yeah, my point? Yeah. This is it." Instead of you know, and and of course, Cyberpunk was a very bad uh, was a, a, an egregious example because oh, Cyberpunk was bad. But it point, and I said this on this show when that thing came out. It points out the fact that there are problems with the, the with the platform on PlayStation that people don't want to talk about. And instead of talking about it and forcing them to make change, you stand behind them like what they're saying is righteous. So they have no reason to ever make any any changes. It's not about that. It's just, uh, yeah, but what about Xbox? What about Xbox? Xbox has a four-hour or 14-day return policy. If you paid it for less than four hours or you've owned it for less than 14 days, you can return it. Automated return policy. That's always the arguments you get to, though. You mentioned something about PlayStation. It's a whataboutism thing. Yeah, but Xbox does X, Y. But at the end of the day, that's them them in their console war bag, not actually understanding that we should all be on the same side and ask for better of them rather than fighting each other, right? these, These websites and these articles have the potential to garner a lot of clicks as they as we've already discussed right and they can they can literally do a lot of good being the voice of the people if we empower them to say the things we want them to say yes where's the browser playstation 5 because maybe i don't want to buy an xbox series s maybe i can't find it maybe i want to be a two platform holder but i will just play on my playstation which is solely possible if you unlock the hidden browser you have going on there, PlayStation, what about yeah. that? That that might happen next year. <laughs> I have a feeling that the Starfield. You know, the more I'm like sitting here thinking about it, I'm going back to that what we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if anybody's going to talk about the business of gaming, I feel we we mentioned this on the show before because you know a lot of these examples are either just really really bad or just disingenuous, like. I feel like anybody who's in the gaming media that's going to write about uh, the business of gaming should understand the difference between a uh, a financial investment and a strategic investment. Because if they just understood that, they would not be able to write most of the shit they write. You know. You know what? You think they're you think they genuinely don't understand? 
I think much like the whole Minecraft thing, it doesn't yeah. work for their narrative, so that gets sweeped under the rug. Yeah, I mean that's probably what it is because it's like yeah, you when you, when you buy a strategic investment, you're you're doing it to drive your your platform or some other you know bigger you know product. Because, because um, think about it, their platform yeah. of choice does those strategic investments all the time, and there's never yeah. a problem there. When they yeah. lock uh, uh, Spider-Man behind, like, even within a third-party game, they lock Spider-Man behind one platform. You go, yeah, because that brings people to PlayStation. Obviously. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. drops a $2 super chat and says, why yeah. didn't they ask Sony to share Spider-Man on exactly. Xbox? Exactly. Because at that point, you know, their brand of choice was making a strategic investment. They get yeah. that. It's not a problem, right? No, and it's part and of those business. who don't get it get sad yeah. about it. And by the way, uh, a quick aside. Xbox players, you want to play Spider Man? You finally can. Fortnite. Yeah. That's all I'm just I mean, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I, I no want to be honest with you. I, I, I never listen. I, I, I as as a 51 year old gamer who understands the business and has been a part of the gaming industry for over 40 years and has been a multi plat owner my entire life. It didn't just start. I understood that back in the days, if I wanted to play Sonic, it was going to be on a Genesis. If That's I wanted right. to play Mario, guess what? Or Zelda or Metroid, it was going to be a Nintendo. So I, I so I understand that when Miles Morales and Spider-Man 2 release, I'm going to be able to play that on the PlayStation, which is why I own a PlayStation. Um, the only difference is that uh, Sony doesn't give players another play, another another place to play. Right now, eventually, you know, we are seeing that there are PC releases, and but it takes at least a year. I, I don't think you're ever going to get day and date. And it's they're just, charging you a full price. And they're charging the game you, you already bumped. owned on yeah. the other one. Like, yeah, it, 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 it's know. a shame. Dutch, let's bring you in on the conversation. When you read this article, when I dropped this into the chat, what 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 were your first immediate thoughts? Yeah, I'd actually seen it beforehand, and to be honest, I, I always look at the the credibility of the author prior to that. Um, instead of just looking at the article, obviously you see an inflammatory headline, and I don't just read the article immediately. I look at the author and what his previous previous um, kind of pieces have been about, um, and all of his prior pieces have been dedicated to PlayStation. Yes. Um, or anything to do with PlayStation. Very rarely is he, in fact, he's never mentioned anything to do with Xbox unless it's something to do with sales charts. Um, so that already puts him on an uneven footing anyway. So when it comes to this, essentially, it is, like you say, it's a disingenuous post. Personally, I do believe. Um, the games media, I think, as a whole, are, are fighting um, for... for Fighting for clicks, the big ones. Obviously, I'm so glad that we have sites like Xbox Era, Season Gaming, yes. um, Loads of Gaming, etc., who don't do that. Community created news sites that do some awesome work that are actually genuine. Um, but then you've got these big guys, these IGNs, and and the the Game Spots, the Kotaku, that stuff. Yes, and, yeah. They're just resorting to fighting in, in fighting between each other with inflammatory clickbait articles, um, and and this one this isn't even clickbait. This is a, this is a disingenuous. I say a disingenuous slash genuine article by this person who who quite obviously doesn't want to get involved in the Xbox ecosystem and just wants their exclusive on his system, primarily because a previous title was on Xbox. 
uh, sorry, was on PlayStation. So he believes he's entitled to the follow-up game to be on a PlayStation. That is the article summarized. This game was on PlayStation. I'm, I, it's, I, I'm essentially entitled to have it on a PlayStation for its sequel. But that isn't the case. <laughs> like like uh, OBM mentioned, it's in business. If you purchase something specifically, if, for instance, Barcelona owned Lionel Messi for a significant period of time with a buyout clause of something like 1 billion um, euros. Now, that if, if the, the previous club he came from Prior to that, when he was a young boy, they didn't go. Well, no, he's playing for us now. Like we, we, we own it. We want him back now. So if if he's played for us before, he can play for us now. It doesn't work like that. Like right. if a company buys something that is their property, and going forward, it is their decision whether or not to put it anywhere. It is an Xbox IP. They invested in, invested in that particular company, that developer. PlayStation had very much the opportunity to do exactly the same thing. No doubt, when Xbox purchased Ninja Theory, PlayStation would have more than obviously had that opportunity after having the timed exclusivity for the first one on PlayStation, and they chose not to take up that option, no doubt, or not have that discussion. Um, so what you're seeing now is just Xbox going, yeah, we invested in Ninja Theory, we purchased them so they had security, we allowed them to create this follow-up game that they want to do, as well as two major other things, and built them a studio from scratch. And you still want that game to be on your place, on your bit of plastic, when we offer it on mobile, console, and PC. Yeah. No, I think not. It's just a disingenuous article by someone who's a little bit butthurt that his, this game that was on his favourite platform is no longer on his favourite platform. It's it's entitlement one hundred and one, it, and it's the article really shouldn't have slipped through the nets. But I, I feel like some of the largest gaming sites are getting a little bit lax with what they're allowing to go on their websites these days. Well, this this is this comes up to the responsibility of the editor of of said site. This is why yeah, we like don't they usually era. they're usually not responsible for creating their own headlines, right? So usually the editors will go in and. And proofread yep. and also help. So it, to be, it's, to be it's, fair, it's okay. from the top. No? I was yeah. going to say it. To be fair, on this yeah. particular article, though, regardless, that article, the headline is exactly what is in the article. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for so, sure. Like, yeah, even yes. a clickbait on this one, it is just genuinely a bad article that shouldn't yeah. have went up on the website. Which you yeah. said, mate, that's just that. It's an opinion yeah. fluff piece that you'd get in Metro UK. Like don't <laughs> don't put that Sorry. on the page. Yeah, but it is like all of the all of the and I see them continuously like pop up on my phone, specifically because I live in the UK, mm. and Metro UK's articles are ninety percent reader. They're rubbish. Articles. Oh yeah, yeah they're rubbish. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're opinion articles by readers. They're nothing to do with Metro themselves. They just publish anything because they want a gaming section, and that is an issue in itself <laughs> because mm-hmm. anybody then has a voice, even if it's a bad opinion. Um, it's aka the internet game yeah. journalism should remain, and this is why I've mentioned the likes of Xbox era season gaming, loads of gaming, lognet essentially. Because all of those they they proofread and vet articles that go up, they make sure it's done properly, and they also look at these writers prior to coming on to them and make sure that they've got kind of sound, should we say, sound and coherent opinions. <laughs> And coherent kind of structural abilities to to write these articles, 
And I feel like a lot of that's just being thrown out the window for some of these big sites now, and they're just they're losing their integrity. Whilst, and it, to be honest, great because that means the likes of Lognet, Season Gaming, and Xbox Era will overtake them in no time. Yes, because people will start losing faith in these mega conglomerate news agencies and and flood the the genuine sites that provide news that is accurate. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Splendiferous drops an additional $2 super chat and says they're going to feel the same way with Deathloop 2. Oh, 100%. There's no <laughs> good. When, that, when that eventually, uh, that that's a franchise. No, right Dishonored there. 3 is the one that's going to cause. Wait, wait till story. Elder Scrolls 6 comes out. Oh, yeah. dear Lord in heaven. And that was so already what, confirmed what by happens, Spencer. So, uh, so, as being so what happens when Sunset Overdrive 2 becomes a PlayStation exclusive? Are we going to get all her? And that's going to happen, by the way. I, have be too oh, busy. I know it's going to happen. The question is, are we all going to get butt hurt and go, ooh, Xbox? No, we're going to be too busy to play play it. I'll be playing it on my PlayStation. There you go. Or we'll be playing it on PlayStation. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) But we're just a different breed of class. So we don't have to worry about it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like the people that they just want it there. You know what I mean? They're they're not, they don't have this mind. You know what I mean? This hive mind that you're talking about. Yeah, I I want to go to the next thing. A lot of people are like, oh, well, I I want to use my controller to do X, Y, and Z. Well, then invest in a controller that feels like an offset playstation controller yeah, they, they, they have, yeah. you don't have to do that though right you can play it on pc and yeah. use yeah. your playstation, PlayStation 5 controller yeah. that's right you can play, you can play natively on your pc with your with your PlayStation i play death loop on my ps5 on my playstation on my uh, pc with a uh, dual sense controller and i didn't lose out on any of the haptics because all of that was built in okay. even the, cool. play, yeah. the pc version yeah mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Mac, I, I, wa- I yes. want I want to bring you into the conversation, and, and then we'll close it out with with everyone. Um, you know, I th- I think that uh, we're, we're, I think there's a there's a big piece of this conversation that uh, that is not being brought up. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're all talking about how Game Rant had uh, didn't do their due diligence to vet this particular article because they understood that it, in fact it was going to generate clicks which is what Mm -hmm. these sites do right but but i i want to bring into the conversation that the co-founder of moon studios who is a a, a pretty reputable dude uh you know what i'm saying came out uh uh, and basically threw microsoft under the bus for not being the industry setters uh to allow all of their games on all consoles, which I thought was not only preposterous, but very small-minded considering his status quo within the industry. So it's not just the game rants. There are there are people in a very high position, much like this guy, that mm. actually think that this should be a reality, and that's why it is a general uh, problem. But I, I, I just have to keep bringing up the fact that we don't see playstation uh centric channels or voices talking about you know why does it my question is why does it always have to be xbox because you never see people asking playstation to do this you know why it's because of microsoft it's money yeah no doubt dutch for sure but yes continue mag That, that that's it it's because it's microsoft and because microsoft has all the money in the world right and therefore they have to share it with everybody. But Dutch right? is onto something with the money thing, though. There, there's yeah. no doubt about that. It's the money. It's it is the money. And then the, you see, you know, I've heard before that some people say that they will ask if they want exclusivity um, or even timed exclusivity on PlayStation. 
they'll ask for X amount of dollars. Then if they want timed exclusivity on Xbox, they will ask for double that mm-hmm. because they know that Microsoft has the money to do it, right? And so they will they will ask for more. Maybe not double, but I mean they'll ask for more money. Well, that's what to, it all. Bo- yeah. To be, just to be fair with that, it, mm. it it is kind of a it does make business sense, right? Because of the position that uh, Sony currently mm-hmm. holds in the market. Yep. If you lock PlayStation out, it's going to cost you more money in, in lost revenue than it would if you locked Xbox out for now. That for wasn't now. the case during the 360 days. Because there was this market share difference, it mm-hmm. became harder for Microsoft to do certain things. Right. So that's part of the reason. That is I, so when they do that, it's not necessarily they're like, oh, screw you, Microsoft, or, or you have a lot of money. We want to take advantage of that. It is you have X install base. Sony has Y install base. Yes. I'm losing more by locking them out. So we got to charge you more. And in, in many cases, because of this uh, VIG that they have to play, right, this extra money on top, a lot of the times Microsoft will just say, uh, look, I'm not paying you that money. So because I can put that into buying a new studio or greenlighting yes. a new AAA game. Right. So when it's Final it, Fantasy VII right. Remake. Right. So when you do see those timed exclusives on Xbox, they're like two, three months. And then they say from indie developers and then they say, go and get your money. And those are the kind of deals that I think make sense because we got Death Door from that. We got we got um, uh, the medium from that. We we, we got uh, what's the other one that's getting ready to come out on PlayStation that was Xbox exclusive. I don't know if it was the 12 minutes. Oh yeah, twelve minutes. So yeah. right. So you know, what I'm saying is, we got great games like that, and and let let uh, the AAA stuff stay first party, and and take these short timed exclusives to fill out. The, anyway, I just wanted to add that uh, addendum. No, no, but you know what the thing is, you're gonna see you're gonna see a paradigm shift happening, and what I mean by that is that. When all of a sudden you say, okay, well, you know, uh, PlayStation has, if you're looking at it from an archaic point of view, which I think uh, goes from hardware sales as your install base, right? And so now you're not going to be looking at um, hardware-based sales anymore for your install base because anybody can access Xbox from anything, from your cell phones, from your tablets, whatever, right? So now it's all about the engagement. So if, if now if you look at, the, let's say, in a year from now, and they say, okay, there's there are 25 million. Let's say they're talking to some third party company about exclusivity deal. You say, okay, well, we got 25 million PS5s in the wild, but there's 50 million people on Game Pass on all devices. Now they are in the position to basically demand what they want because now everybody wants those guaranteed, well, maybe not guaranteed, but certainly damn near guaranteed 50 million eye or 100 million eyeballs. Okay out of 50 million players are going to see your game front and center. Oh, Matt, in the recently Matt, your, added- your earlier point was correct. There is some guarantee there because usually when Xbox put comes out, they're not coming exclusivity. They're coming game pass. And that equals cash. That it has become the new. And so that's there. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's the guaranteed cash up front. Plus, if I'm not mistaken, they do get a certain something or other, uh, depending on their engagement and downloads, including being able to continue selling it. However, however <laughs> exactly. And then people yeah, will, pe- uh, people will purchase on top of that. And if you have microtransactions, even on top of that, yeah. right? So now you're looking at like a, a, a damn near infinite, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> and a damn, damn near infinite amount of money that can be made on the Xbox side of things because you're not dealing with, like like I said before, a very archaic business practice of just buy hardware, buy software, put software in hardware. You know, whoever put that super chat a little bit earlier about that, 
You know, uh, Sony's playing the blockbuster game and Microsoft mm-hmm. is, and Xbox is doing the Netflix thing. That's Indeed. 100% correct. But anyways, yep. let me dive into this real quick before I pass this on to Everborn. Speaking of Everborn, actually, I got to give the man credit. 100% Everborn, let me tell you something. I'm like Don Corleone. I never forget. Something you said about five or six months ago. I swear to God, you said it and I didn't forget it. You said that the media is going to report on Xbox more and more because of the shift of mind share, mm-hmm. not because yeah. they like it. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that when I came yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And you said that, <laughs> you, I think you said that just at the beginning of the summer, and I never forgot it. And it's every time I see an article, the first thing, unfortunately for me, the first thing that pops <laughs> in my head is Everborn's face. So oh, I'm man. Is, <laughs> just shows up, and I'm like, God damn it, he was right again. Like, it's, it's a good thing like, it's a handsome face. Now, now the question <laughs> is, how often does that happen to you, K. Asante? <laughs> Well, Actually, very rarely, because I'm, I'm usually right. right. Okay. Wow. I'm usually very right. So it's oh, very rarely. Yeah, yeah. 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 on the last show of the year. And on that point, though, it, it, it's a good point, though, uh, Everborn Mag, you know, about that. And I think it is, it is worth considering. It, I, I know it's kind of fun to kind of rag on some of these, you know, silly takes sometimes that come out. But but I also know, you know, a couple of years ago, I remember, like, uh, it's, you know, in our discords and forums and stuff like that you know people would always be freaking out about the narratives i'm like you guys like don't don't let that don't get like one ounce of anxiety over narratives from the media uh all this stuff because that stuff is going to flip hard this generation you know the the original xbox was probably one of it it is one of my two favorite consoles of all time it's tied with the sega genesis and i and i i was there from the launch of it it was outsold six to one it was like a bug on the PlayStation 2's windshield. It was not relevant in terms of... The only time it was brought up was really to kind of pile on as well, you know, uh, until they started to, you know, gain... Uh, and, and even going into the 360 generation, I remember um, some of the big sites wrote some articles about how it was kind of like dead on arrival. I remember the, the title of one uh, article was from a big site was... Um, you know, wh- why the 360 is the first next generation console that I don't need. And I remember that very clearly because it, it was so funny that at the very end of the generation, all of a sudden when people were ranking the best consoles of all time, the 360 was all the way up there. It was out of the PS3 and almost everybody's uh, list. And, uh, and you know, and it was because they're, they're going to lean into where their base is going to go and they're going to figure out how to like that. And Nobody has ever seen a company this. Nobody's ever seen this before. There's never been a trillion dollar company that's behind gaming like this. The, the original 2. Xbox, 5. Was, the original 5. Xbox was the Xbox division. This is the yeah. Microsoft gaming. Um, yeah, you know, they made that strategy. abundantly clear, OBM, because they yeah. said that like when you've got Satya wearing his hoodie on, yeah, no, you know the Halo Infinite hoodie standing next to Phil looks like they're about to film a hip hop video, and they're like. I'm all behind gaming. Yeah, and Microsoft and knows how to play this that, game. That's a message. Yeah, and, and the thing is, they've they've gotten smart about it. They, they they're not going to bitch about the game. They're just going to play. It's like don't hate the game. I guess whatever. Hate mm-hmm. the play. They're gonna. They, they know how to play the game now. They know how to stay in the mind share, and the media's kind of figured it out. It's like, well, Microsoft's always got something every like few weeks to talk about. You know, they figured that out, and especially with Game Pass. So I just think, you know, yeah, if we want to talk about it, to talk about how you know media could be better, or like this was kind of a silly article, fine. But I, I do think that for the fans, like you know, stop 
stop stressing out about it. Like nobody, nobody's going to know, you know, not it should, if, if Xbox era turned, turned tight, we're not going to put a dent in anything. No, no IGN GameSpot, none of these, uh, you know, media sources are really going to put a dent in anything that that Microsoft's going to do this generation. They kind of own it now. Like they really have all the money in the world and all the way to control the narratives in the world. And if and if for some reason the nar- they don't win narratives, then that's on them. That's, and that's not something that I think any gamer needs to stress about. I'm, personally, I think it's going to flip, and I've said that for a couple of years, and you're seeing it already. And it's going to get a, it's it's going to flip a lot harder, I think, next year and the year after. So, so. OBM, to, to just real quick to to add to your point that is the reason why i always get on here and i always try to promote the idea that it's not one platform versus another it's the people versus the conglomerates because none of them are genuine you know with the exception with the exception of xbox era and a few of these other folks season gaming who don't do it for the money but they do it for the love and the the and the genuine like you know uh integrity of the news these guys do it for the clicks so if the clicks go the other way, that's where they're going to report. So if you're all in your fields, they're literally just playing you like pawns. Yeah, they see, don't that... believe what they're saying. Yes, I'm going to jump right on what they need to say to get you to click on stuff. Uh, Asante, yeah. I want to piggyback off that because that was something I was about to say. Uh, it was yes. that you know I it's you were not say pause the... after that. But... Yeah, wow. Yeah, I should have <laughs> said. Yeah. Wow. Right into that one. Merry Christmas. Um, so anyway, the thing is, it's not entirely just the media. Um, I mean, the media does what they do and they know what they're doing. They're manipulating people because they're manipulating people's emotions and feelings because what, what happens? Like you go on Facebook and, and, uh, you know, they, they put all these ridiculous articles and you know that they're nonsense, but I go to the comment section just to see people freak out because they know that once they've triggered you in one way or another, they made their 15 cents off you. Yeah, they got okay. You. So they made their 15 cents because you were you were dumb enough to click on it, knowing that you know uh, some uh, random guy is not kidnapping monkeys in the jungle so that he could sell them at a fruit market or whatever, right? It's, it, those don't they, those those things don't happen, and they just do it because they want to get people angry and upset or whatever. Now the thing is, they also know that the people, just like you're saying, Asadi, that the people are going to run with it. And that's the problem. And that's where it all lies. It's like blaming a rock band in the 80s for suicides when you know it wasn't them doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's their fault. No, it's not. It says that it's the responsibility of the individual. Now, if you look at uh, something on Twitter, there's something else that's been going on. I noticed lately with a certain group of people who I've laid off for a while, which I plan mm. on not laying off for a while anymore, <laughs> is they have this new thing called hashtag no game pass. And they're talking about how bad it is for the industry and how, how bad it is <laughs> for the developers. Isn't that the most ridiculous thing? I, I saw that. I swear to God. Right, Who, have you this. seen this? Yes. Hashtag no game pass. And it's the same five or six ass clowns that you see doing podcasts how, how, or in the how shows. About, how about um, Microsoft is paying for the good reviews? Right. Mm, that's, that's, that's another one. one. But here's the thing, yeah. though. Now, the, the thing is, the reason why I don't give any of this any attention, I mean, I chuckle at it and I just, you know, keep scrolling because I'm, I'm an adult. But the thing is, is that not, it's weird how none of those things take off. You know why they don't take off? They're not getting any traction with all these things that they're trying to make trend. Or, or so they're trying to get these things to trend is they don't have because the people that they're trying to get to, uh, you know, to follow them are on the other ecosystem right now. They're the ones buying those S's sitting outside of the Best Buys right now or selling out on Black Friday or whatever, or they're playing on their tablets or whatever. They'll say, 
yeah, okay, it's cool. Yeah, okay, so that you know, I'm friends with this guy and the other thing, and I like his PlayStation shows, but I can't afford it. But you know what? I got a laptop sitting right here. I'll just play Xbox right there. So they're mm-hmm. not going to go along with it, and it's only going to get worse and saltier. I can't remember who said it actually in this in this panel here. It was talking about you know when um uh when uh, what the hell is it called when Starfield comes out. Or sorry, no, no, it was Dutch. Actually, he was saying it about Elder Scrolls. Never mind Starfield. When Elder Scrolls drops, that's it is going to be a very mm-hmm. long, salty generation for you if this is the way you're going to act. Yeah. So the and thing that's, is, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, there, man. That's the tip of the iceberg. Thank you, Boom. And you know what? I get, I'm upset too. And I'll tell you why I'm upset is because I spent seven hundred dollars on this giant white vagina that I'm staring at right now that I try, that I haven't turned on since September. Pause. Hard news. I'm wow. sorry. Can I just, can I just add? Can I just add? That's the add first that... time I've heard it described like that. Sorry, <laughs> I, I couldn't help yeah. myself. My can I just, <laughs> you can should I just... market the. Yeah, no, right now. This 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 is all the years of spending your time with uh, Noof Nukem. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it came out, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I spent all that money, and I'm not turning it on till February. Mm-hmm. Boom! Be careful advertising for Mags like uh, his PlayStation Five skins. You definitely PS Five players out there. It came Play out. Solar it came Ash. Out it just came out. Never mind. Hey, solar I just Ash wanna, just I, came out. It's pretty I good. Would just like to add uh, how proud I am. Uh-huh. Every time you guys self pause, it's just like you've been trained so well. No, oh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's one a, of my greatest. You've created an entire subculture right there. It's amazing. Uh, but anyways, yeah, the, the thing is, like, I I'm upset that I spent seven hundred dollars on that. I love my PlayStation Five. The only thing is, I have no ex- I have no reason to turn the damn thing on. Oh, I mean, until February, hoping God for you know. Now we also have to remember we're also going off of the. You know, the previous generation's pedigree. You don't know if this game's going to be good, right? We don't know that until it's out. They haven't proven themselves this generation, in my personal opinion. Yep. Right? And so, anyways, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole. I just I just wanted to get that out of my way, so... I mean, you make, you make a lot of points, but Everborn, I, I want to bring you into the conversation and make sure that he is here. He might have had to step by. Oh, okay, Everborn, oh, there you there. are. Okay, so Everborn, listen, obviously... You, 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 out of all of us, has spent way too much time in spaces uh, This in 2021. I expect your New Year's resolution is to, I'm not going into these spaces any longer because... I'm trying damn. to cut back. I'm trying. Um, no, all, all jokes aside, you know, there, again, this, this is, this is, uh, you know, I, and I, you know, we're talking about it like gentlemen, we're, we're, we're not console warring here. I think we've brought a lot of great points to this conversation. Why do we continue to have this conversation, and why can't people just go out and get uh, an Xbox? It seems like if they do, they're getting cooties. Uh, you know, like what what is the deal with this generation that feels that everything has to be on PlayStation and everything that that uh, that Microsoft has to be the 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 showrunners and the, and and the trendsetters to be that company that puts games on everything. Okay. I find it to be ridiculous, to be honest. So here's the thing. I I read this article and I, I just had a completely different uh, perspective, which was the article read to me like an Xbox ad. It is, it is, it is. And that is true. It It is port begging. It is envious and it is salt. And it tells you that the place to be gaming is on Xbox. And it says that these other people, they want those games. 
right? And this is why they say, well, it should be here, but it's not. You know where it is. It's the same place you can find Forza Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite and later on Starfield, which is another thing you're going to cry about, right? So I say this is it. This is what I was talking about when I said it was coming. This is this is the beginning. This is the canary in the coal mine, <laughs> or I should call it the salt mine, right? Because you're going to see more of this. Why is this game not on on, on on PlayStation? Why is that game not on PlayStation? And before you know it, it's not going to be, why is it not on PlayStation? It's going to be, why can't I find a Series X? Right? Yeah. And so this is, this is actually good. I read it and I laughed. Because you know, I like to drink uh, sodium-based tears. <laughs> so um, I, I want more of it. I am. I am. I am. Bad for I'm your health, make... Everborn. Bad for your health. <laughs> Everborn, can you do one of those? Uh, I don't but know. I got that. Drink, you know, what, you know? what was his name? The, the, the Dos Equals guy or whatever? Dos Equis, yes. Yeah, the Dos Equis. I think we got to do one with Everborn. Please. We're going yes. to we're gonna yeah. throw him in some rehabs <laughs> at some point. And, yeah. So, so, so really, you know, you, this, you should get used to this. And I think this article is not. Uh, you know, uh, I didn't read it as bashing Xbox. I just read it as Xbox Envy. And that's a good thing. That means what you, what is offered on the ecosystem is finally being acknowledged. It is being acknowledged by the critics. We've seen that this year. It is being acknowledged by the fans. We've seen some of the numbers of Game Pass subscriptions and 12 million people in like two weeks for, or however many weeks. For Forza, I'm sure we're going to get some Halo numbers soon, right? So uh, we've seen it in in the awards, 20 nominations, and now we're getting the articles for for Envy from 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 the people who are you know historically PlayStation zealots, right? So all of that, when you look at all of that together, it paints a really good picture of the kind of year that uh xbox has had and what it looks like uh going forward so i say don't read this and be upset you know why you shouldn't be upset because you don't got to worry about not playing uh hellblade you know why you got an xbox and or you have a browser or you have a pc right so let them stay mad and let them do this free advertisement because at the end of the day i thought you were right? gonna say let them eat cake <laughs> Wow, going down that road. Eat the cake. No, um, but um, you know, this is this isn't something that should get should get us upset because we get to play Hellblade. So, if you if you decided to ignore cloud gaming and PC and the Series S, and you still can't get Hellblade, then write an article about it and cry, right? I'm, I'm there with the cup to grab the tears. That's all I'm saying. Cold so, as ice. So, <laughs> that's it, man. No, no, no more apologies, right? I'm not, I'm not Pete Hines. I'm not sorry. So what I'm saying <laughs> is um, this is good. And anytime you see an article like this, if you're a fan of Xbox, uh, I think these these articles are good things. Right. Well, I mean, and, you're gonna you're gonna see more and more of them. I think I think there is gonna come a there is there is going to come a point. 
um, that when these uh, these games release, I, I think that these articles are certainly going to um, um, decline in traffic. And I think they're going to actually have to write about the game itself being as good as it's potentially going to be. I think that's where you're going to see this uh, this all go array for the people that are looking for these uh, these these click videos in regards to um, you know th- this kind of shenanigans. But to, to, to that end though like so with with the media and this you know they don't it's not you know it's it is clicks and all that stuff but <clears throat> i think they see where the puck is going right yeah they 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 understand the outlook and they understand the traffic uh whether it's hate clicks or fanboy agreement clicks they they understand what they're going to get with these things and so Again, these guys are not your friends. Show business, not fortune. Right? It's 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 <laughs> it's show. They don't call it show friends. It's show business, <laughs> and that is for a reason. And so, don't even though the I say these articles should you know make you happy. Don't think that um, that those guys are on your side. And uh, and I promise you, Xbox is not paying for these uh reviews i mean no they're actually releasing games that are good exactly uh, yes that, exactly. That, that is that is a, another ridiculous trend that we will not go down that rabbit hole because that's just ridiculous uh l- l- before we go to the next topic i want to just read the super chats and of course we got to welcome in cyber halo Knox himself making his return cyber Knox, welcome brother we're going to get to you momentarily gamer by choice drops an outstanding ten dollars who gens as you give people too much credit some were told to take bleach to prevent COVID, and then the <laughs> CDC had to put a response Ooh, out there yeah. that are people that will believe whatever they read or hear. I, oh, I, man. good lord, I, I, I that, that's sad. That's sad. We're not going to get into politics here, but I, I, I see, I do see your point. We know we, we, we're not trying to give people the unnecessary credit. What we're trying to do is hold people responsible for just absurd uh, behavior. And, uh, you know, and again, I, I understand it's a business. We understand, you know, you got to get clicks on your site to generate, obviously, money for your site. But there, there, there is uh, integrity that's missing from a lot of these sites. It's, it's very unfortunate. Um, everything that I do on my small channel that's not even at 10K uh, requires me to be. I mean, I, have I gotten it wrong before and had to come out and say, yeah, listen, I got it wrong. I didn't get the information correct. Absolutely. And I will do that 10 out of 10 times. But uh, but I would never do. I would rather fail as a content creator, and pack it all up and call call it square. If I had to be reduced to what some of these sites are doing, and 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 it's not just the small ones. We have seen IGN do this. We've seen Kotaku do this. We've seen Gamespot do this. So again, when this happens, if you are as disturbed as I am, we have to hold them to task and, and, and politely, and publicly challenge them on this which is what i did now again i i like game rant i i actually really do i've used their stuff more times than not uh they're one of the smaller sites that that i that i enjoy getting information from and even giving the credit that i got the information from which is why i was even more disappointed because i don't i don't expect this kind of behavior from them 
you think it's bad now wait until whatever the next acquisition is oh it's it's well there's a big one coming next year at least that's what we all believe that's all we and, and i i listen we're not going to get into that it's going to be big folks <laughs> it's it's going to be big and it's gonna it's gonna and and i think it's gonna come early loud. i i think it's gonna come early next year but again we, we, we when we have more information or when that announcement comes guess what double barrel gaming and all of the fine gentlemen that have channels will have you cover tenfold in regards to um you know whatever that may be uh that's the next super chat comes in from our very good friend gerald mack drops an outstanding five hours super chat and says shout out to the primetime gaming uh alumni mr boomstick and the esteemed panel salute well thank you gerald definitely appreciate you being here and of course thank you for your generosity sir x-man Shows love with a two dollars of says Don't let X. He says, "Don't let Xbox buy Xbox game on Steam full price." Yeah, he was listen. asking, "Don't they also charge full price on Steam?" I was actually talking with him in the in the oh, in the, okay. in the chats there. Yes, they do, but that is your choice on Steam. You could always just go to the Xbox store and get that same game for free because yeah. you already have it on the other platform. That is absolutely correct. Yes, that's that is absolutely correct. Well, I mean, again, it's it's a, that's the wonderful thing about choice. You can go wherever you hey, wherever your dollar. Some something that uh, an observation, boom. You know, earlier this year, you and I both had come to the same conclusion separately that maybe uh, if uh, Father Gabins ever retires, that uh, maybe maybe Valve goes to. Yep. Now, when um, Boom mentioned that right? on there, it blew my mind. That one. Yeah, right no, now, I, 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 I don't have, even. I have a feeling this could be a, the next well, Minecraft situation. But here's the thing, and it wouldn't be that like expensive. However, I don't know if they want to do that because I they do make a lot of money from sales because they because they're selling the games on Steam, which mm-hmm. basically subsidizes the fact that the, the they're they're not making. I know they're making microtransactions and all those other things, but even though they're losing money on these big games like Halo and Forza and Gears and all their other big games that are in Game Pass, they're making a killing from Steam. Yeah, so they are. Yeah. If so they bought guess, Steam... You're saying all of a sudden people would start calling for them to make it also the same as they do on other platforms with Play Anywhere. Yes, I think they would. And and, that, and they wouldn't the be able to the, do that if they owned the counter, Steam. The counter to that would be they would say Steam stays Steam. We are hands yeah, off. I would, th- and they can do that. <laughs> so. You know what I'm saying? Just like they've done with, just like they've done with LinkedIn, just like they've done with all these other entities yeah. that they try to obscure the Microsoftness from. They just say, "Hey, we know you Steam players love Steam. We'll leave Steam the way We're it is. We're Steam. not going to touch it." Which yeah. means you're still going to pay for it. There. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They could. Well, uh, maybe, and they'd have to do it like that because I think yes. Steam is is the thing that allows Game Pass to work so well for them mm. because they're still making the money from that platform. True, true. Um, Very true. So, something yeah, to think well, I mean, listen, it, it absolutely could. But what, what, listen, we, we're already 90 minutes in. I, I didn't expect, I expected this topic to be long. I didn't expect it to be this long, and that's fine. I do want to want to bring in OBM first and then the mag because they both have to leave at nine, and then we will get everyone's opinion on the next topic, which, of course, is going to be the discussion that happened over the weekend uh there was uh last week there were some mock-ups uh that an artist uh did for what they're calling to be the uh xbox series x elite version that is potentially expected to release in 2023 uh personally i i think that the hardware that we all currently own is so powerful and can be tweaked i don't necessarily think that that is going to be a thing 
but I do want to get OBM's opinion on it. Um, obviously, you know, mid-generation upgrades is something that we saw come in the middle of last gen with the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox uh, the Xbox One X. Uh, so obviously, it is has been uh, discussed, and it's being it, it, it's expected that that in fact is going to be something that could in fact happen again. When you guys at Xbox Era saw the mock-ups from the artist, uh, what, what were your immediate thoughts? Do you, do you think there's any? Uh, uh, any chance that in 2023 Microsoft looks to, uh, you know, sell an upgrade to all of the Xbox, you know, investors who jumped in last year on the Xbox Series X and S? 2023, no. Um, but I, I will say that one thing that I'll remind everybody of is, you know, Phil Spencer, when he talked about when they designed the One X, he said that they actually had prototypes. They had a prototype for for a model that was going to come out the year before and it was going to be very similar in power to uh the ps4 pro and he said that you know that they start they start designing their next console right after the the, the last one released right. literally after it launches no. yeah yeah and, and what they usually do is that they'll prototype one for you know for different years and it and it, and it wouldn't totally shock me to see them uh to at least you know um at, at one point, uh, have an idea for what a 2023 uh, midpoint release would be. I, I'm guessing now because of the shortages that it just wouldn't make any sense because 2023 is still going to be it's still going to be very difficult to get the Series X. And it's crazy thinking about that. We're not even 2022. We're all we're. we're I think yeah. I, this is not a conversation that uh, that I, I take lightly. It, we there we, the consensus is, and it has been predicted that these consoles are still going to be hard to manufacture in 2023. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's going to be, that's going to help Microsoft in their cloud thing. Well, uh, let me ask you a question though. On that note, Mm -hmm. could what we're potentially hearing about be something that will allow them to produce more of the console? So it's not necessarily a pro. Yeah. 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 And that's going to happen anyways. Like that stuff happens. What they have right now. That's what the series S is. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. no, no they, but I'm what are you saying? They, they redesign and this happened with the 360 numerous times too. Like basically to the, game. to the consumer, it's the same thing. Right. Yeah, but they, really. they make slight redesigns. They're going to get uh higher. Basically what the PS five did already. Yeah. Like, yes. like that, that's yes. a different, I think that's a different uh thing. And sometimes those things get confused. Right. Cause that is going to be a thing that's going to happen. They're going to try to re they're eventually going to have a, a, a iteration and we don't know if the outside is going to change at all with it. It might just be the inside and nobody ever knows about it. but they go through multiple cycles like throughout a generation uh they they learn how to reproduce that you know uh that hardware cheaper and cheaper and so the insides will change a little bit but to the average consumer they're never going to know about it it's just going to be something that it's just behind the scenes uh but in terms of like actually like a mid-gen refresh um like 2023 doesn't make sense, uh, but I wouldn't count on anything, you know, just like they, they've said before, when things make sense, yet who knows that this generation right now, they haven't even begun to leverage any of their RDNA2 stuff yet. So we don't even know, uh, you know, how 
how impactful that'll be and if it will be impactful you know sometimes features don't end up you know panning out as much as they sell like initially but that could still be have a major impact there's still a lot of things with machine learning that are untapped there's there's a lot of potential that's in the series x that's not even like they haven't even scratched the surface of and i would say even for both consoles but especially with the uh you know with the feature set being um you know something that their apis don't even uh, take advantage of it, it, more. It's more of the case right there on the series X, the series side. So, you know, uh, it's going to be a, a slow go to kind of ramp up to, to get to that next gen level. Uh, the hardware is a little bit more future proof for m- numerous reasons. So I think we would expect this to be a long, you know, the series X probably could, could be viable for, I mean, a, de- I mean, a decade, maybe, maybe five years. Yeah. Yeah. So, a mis- a mid gen point could be a five year point. Right. So you don't really, right. and that's the kind of the tricky part about it. So I, I so if somebody said, are oh, we going to have a mid gen refresh? I wouldn't rule that out. Um, it might make sense in, in 25 uh, or maybe, you know, 24. I, I don't know that you know, it still might even be too early with people only just getting hold of stuff, but um, how long do you think this generation is going to go for? Oh, I, 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 I think this console is going to be, yeah, this console is going to be viable for a long time. Yeah. The yeah. game engines today are, are more scalable than they've ever been. Um, they're going to have hybrid options. It, you know, in a few years, you're going to see a lot more streaming is going to be a lot more viable worldwide. Right. Um, you're going to start seeing like, um, you know, I talked to developers talking about like, um, you know, he, he even said, like, even with the CPUs, it said, yeah, they're a lot better. But really, the things we want to do with, like, AI and stuff, you're going to have to have hybrid versions where, like, maybe you have an offline version. But if you want to have the real, the, the, the most next-gen AI, you're going to have to be connected. Uh, and that stuff's going to come. And so, like, you're going to get, like, next-gen experiences that are going to go beyond the Series X on the Series X and still be local. So, like, all this stuff is going to cloud it. I still think they, um, you know, if... If there's demand for it, if there's a point that matters, um, they will have a mid-gen refresh, and they're probably prototyping that stuff. But um, but it doesn't mean any of those would release. They might get to 2025 and say it still doesn't make sense because now everybody who wants the better AI or the ray tracing can somehow do do some hybrid version off the cloud and it's just there's no market for it so <laughs> we don't know that but i do think they will continue to to these models could be a thing uh but it also could be con, you know com, conflated or confused with uh with what hey. uh, everborn said you know just just but cheaper versions of the same hardware. basically slim versions because i yeah. mean we could we could the ps5 could stand a non-sasquatch version but what um Hot take here, uh, Cyber. You asked how long do I think this generation lasts? Mm-hmm. What if it never ends? In That's that, a great point. in yeah. that, what all we get going forward are these refreshes of hardware, and we've basically moved to the PC model where backwards compatibility lasts forever. Your games will play better on newer hardware, and yeah. they will release new hardware when they're sort of for marketing reasons or when there's significant technology upgrades, but still right. everything you're playing today will carry forward. What in um, perpetuity. you can kind Speak. of see that going on right now with even the OG Xbox, right? They actually using X cloud for those people with the OG Xbox, they can now play, uh, you know, Halo infinite. They can yep. play all these other next gen games for yeah. uh, everything like that. So yeah. You know, you can uh, clearly see that. Yeah. You know, to Everborn's point, there is um, 
uh, Jason Ronald was on the uh, the ILP, right? A little a while weeks ago, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh no, this is this is from like a previous one. I think it was like a year ago. Um, I think it was when the uh, the Series X and S were coming out, actually. And Jason Ronald was on the show then, and they were talking about it. I th- I can't remember who asked him. They were talking about, oh, what do you think about this generation, that generation, or whatever this? What do you think about this upcoming generation? And he said, "What's a generation?" Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And he Good said point. that just to just to basically get whatever Bourne's exact point across. Is that they're not thinking like that anymore, right? So, but anyway, sorry, I didn't mean ask to what a, ask what a generation is to a PC gamer. There is not exactly. Yeah. 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 You literally too. took the words right out of my mouth right now. You know, the only yeah. thing about I always and I, forgive me, and this will be a very hot take, and all my console players will hate me for this, but I always take offense somewhat to console players who I consider like uh, mid tier vehicles determining the future. You get what what the high end gives you, and then you're happy with it, and then you okay. want to determine the next okay. gen. Come on, see, slow mo has gotten to you too. God damn it! Slow mo no, was a part of the the no, secret but, but society it's, it's known as the though, PC right? uh, MR. You know, PC is so true, good. Slow mo, where's PC two? <laughs> see, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? They eat more rapidly. Let's uh, uh, OM, uh OBM. Are you, are you just you want to finish your point? Do you want to add something else to it? No, I think that I mean, I, I think that's it in a nutshell. And, and, and again, another great point about that you know, the, the generational things is going to be blurred. Uh, and I think that people aren't really they're not ready yet to um, like nothing's being taken away from us in terms of local hardware, but it's just going to get a lot more. Uh, cloudy there's not going to be this clean cut generational cutoff um and like we just said like you know with the scalability and things like that of engines uh not every developer is going to need need the the, you know the most high powered thing that comes out in uh even in 10 years you know like those games a lot of those developers are those games would run fine on this hardware right so it's just um it's probably going to just be a much more uh, blurred model. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, message that stuff, you know, going forward. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they have sort of set the table a little bit because of the Series X and S and because of the mid-gen refreshes last time. They started, I think, conditioning consumers uh, that, it, that it is not going to be as straightforward anymore. And even the start of this generation. I mean, what is the start of this generation? I mean, on the Xbox side, um, you know, you even think back to the, you know, the, the, the switch the you know Zelda was on the Wii U so it's like um yeah I I just think that that it's not going to be a, a clear-cut next generation they are going to have other hardware and we just don't know exactly what that is is, is that just going to be something that maybe does ray tracing better right like as ray tracing uh the technology gets a little bit better for it uh maybe they find a sweet spot with that like they did for 4k and they just come out with the, the ray tracing console series whatever a series r or something stupid you know like so i mean that's always possible too um so but i I think that that kind of covers the gambit yeah and 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 um again we're starting to see things like these the hybrid models with what they did with flight sim right yeah where they could stream things in and they could do that thing and they talked about this like back since crackdown. Like you could have a lot of AI happening in the cloud yep. process there that mm-hmm. can govern traffic patterns and AI for NPCs and crowd density and things like that to give you a more sort of realistic feeling game while the core mechanics of the, the main player 
and and the enemies are are local but yeah. all the things in the background that make the world feel real and lived in that can be streamed in based on you know your connection and and, and everything else but you'll still have the same sort of uh main experience and i just also want to add that the genie has left the bottle once we switched <laughs> over to uh x86 yeah, right. yeah. I and, 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 and everybody i, I want to just uh just to back you up on that because i remember bill stillwell was on the ilp podcast and i don't know if this was like a year or two ago i remember even asking a question about it or somebody else i mean i asked the question about it but uh you know they're asking him about those options and he says like uh, he's like he fully expects hybrid things and he's fully expects things that are going to define this generation to be like that sort of hybrid experience. And, you know, and, and I, I know that uh, that makes a lot of people anxious. Like they don't want to, you know, classic gamers, you know, don't a, lot like of, change. You know a lot of us <laughs> yelling at the clouds. I, and I, and I game with them too. Every time I mention this, they, I, I swear I can feel them getting red in the face and, you know, getting angry about the, the idea that you need to be connected, but it's like, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be an option, but it's going to be like an option. It's like, well, why the hell wouldn't I kind of option? Right. I think that's what it's going to end up being Can like. We like point with, out the irony of people coming online every day to complain <laughs> about needing to go. On the <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like there's so many things that we do that are like uh, and, and if it's going to make the experience like if it, it, like if you could have like, let's think about. And I'm going off on some tangents, so I'll just kind of end, end on this one last squirrel that I'll chase. But I was reading oh. another – yeah, that's what I do. Um, I was thinking about this. Um, there was this article about, like, Microsoft investing in this open AI stuff, which is, like, some crazy stuff. Like, they, they built these text games where, like, you – like, the basically the game evolves as you're, like, typing stuff in there and it just it, the, the quests are all completely dynamic um and then i remember like some uh some engineer and i don't even think he was like a, a gamer guy was saying well what, could you imagine if microsoft had uh, had some games with quests and, <laughs> and things like that in them to like an rpg uh to apply this to like you know and, and well, it's like here, here's the problem with that and I, and uh Kay asante i think you you'll remember this Remember when they built an AI and trained it from Twitter and they immediately had to kill it because it turned out the AI turned racist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, there's there's challenges with that stuff. But what I, I guess what I'm saying is, is I mean, you could scale stuff back or put bumpers on anything, right? Um, but I think you're going to get, like, when people talk about next gen, it's like we always get into, like, the graphics, graphics. And I get that, like, you know, I, all things being equal, pretty games are nice, but... Um, you know, like things like AI and physics are, you know, have an advanced far and those things really can't make those like quantum leaps that are, that are just going to make you go, you know, holy crap. I think until they are streaming some of that stuff, uh, I don't think you're, the local hardware is going to be CPUs are going to be, um, you know, capable of running that stuff anytime soon. So, so I think you'll get something that's like, you know, if you want to play it offline you get this the really dumbed down scripted version but if you play it online look at all the cool stuff that can happen in the world to be you know changed dynamically and you know you think about what remember what uh peter modelu's uh fable and you step on the acorn and all that stuff the, oh, the project yeah. ego stuff it's like all that stuff that he talked about they'll finally be able to do that but it, it's gonna have to you know probably stream but going off on a different tangent that's what that stuff's exciting and i still think it's going to be optional um, I hopefully people um, don't immediately freak out about it because I think that's where you're going to get some really excited and exciting and, and true next gen experiences. I, I do. I want to just to add on to that point 
just with like sort of when you think about how technology has gone and in terms of software development and new applications that have developed that have been developed they all happen like uh in the mobile space like pc what we've all grown up with is has sort of become legacy but but new new app designs and innovations are happening in, on the mobile front and and the power of those applications are all really happening uh in the cloud right that's yeah. how you develop apps today and i think we're going to see that we see that in the software world today i know because that's where i work but i think we're going to start seeing that in games and so the devices that play these things the devices that run our software we see that because the heavy lifting has been done in the cloud for software the hardware has become smaller and less powerful in a way, but still giving us these robust experiences, no, right? No, so that about that. We can, there's a world where new hardware, I mean, again, I'm making the case for the Series S again, inadvertently, like I always mm -hmm. do. But I'm just <laughs> quiet and listening. That's all I'm doing. But, but you, you, you may see new hardware that is this new hybrid hardware that is less powerful, but giving us greater experiences because it utilizes uh, the cloud and, and offloads. Your, some your, of that your next TV won't have a powerful GPU. It'll have a great Wi-Fi chip and a very yes. robust USB processor. So I yes, mean, a Bluetooth processor. That's what you'll need. Let me just hold that where point. they need yeah. it. Let me just hold that point for Kaysante. We got to get OBM out of here. He's got yeah, a yeah. nine o'clock podcast that he's got to jump out to. OBM, thank you so much for being here, brother. Go take your fifteen minute break. Uh, obviously, <laughs> give Ains our uh, give him a big hug from Mr. Boomstick XL. You guys are doing the yeah, uh, Halo it. Infinite uh, spoiler cast. Oh, oh yes, whoa. sir. Whoa. Not there yet. Not, I, I, I know where put I'm put going. Not yet. Tonight. Put up yeah, the Halo yeah. bad signal. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll uh, save OBM. that on the watch later list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you did not beat Halo or you're missing things, do not go to the spoiler class, otherwise you're gonna be mad. That's why I haven't gone to I, I I've I've been dying because I can't watch Denner Nerds, I can't watch Emergency Awesome because they're all talking Spider-Man <laughs> slander and 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 mm. and stuff. And, and I the can't worst watch is the thumbnails. Why do they post photos mm -hmm. in the thumbnails? It's egregious thing. It is a thing. Uh, but uh, OBM, by all means, tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media, brother. Yeah, uh, well, again, once again, boom, uh, and panel, uh, friends, uh, you know, I know I see you guys a lot, and uh, it's always great, it's a good time. Thanks for inviting me. Always, uh, you know, uh, humbled by the, the invites on, on the show. Yeah, you kidding me? Uh, you're, you're, you're family, brother. You're family. <laughs> and uh, it's always fun. Fun topics today. Uh, yeah, if, if anybody wants to find me, you know, I, I am a senior writer for Xbox Era. Lately, I haven't had as many pieces out. I had a couple that I told you about, boom, but I ended up repurposing them for some bigger things. So I'll let you know about that. But uh, I had a, also combined with some sprint stuff at work. But I'm going to be... Uh, getting some some material out here again soon so that's yes. gonna be ramping back up uh so i'll get definitely give you guys a heads up but come find us over at xboxarrow.com uh also i do host co-host a uh halo podcast so in addition to uh being on ha uh, ains's podcast today uh later on i also will be on thursday so if anybody wants to catch our spoiler cast there uh go, come and join us in the chat we'll be on there live but yep. uh, once again thanks Thanks, guys. Uh, it was a great time. Yes, and uh, let's get Mag in on the conversation because Mag's yeah. got to be out of here at 9 o'clock. He's got a meeting to handle. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mag, I, I'll yeah, take man. care, OBM. We'll see you later, brother. All right. Uh, take care, OBM. Take Mag, care, OBM. Uh, 
give give us your opinion on this. Uh, yes. The again, this was this is this was not confirmed by Microsoft. This was a mock up uh, that was put out there. I actually quite mm-hmm. like the mock up to be honest with you because it was glowing green. I had like glowing green stripes on it. Uh, and uh, where do you fall in the 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 need for a mid gen uh, upgrade? And do you think we're going to get it as soon as twenty twenty three? I certainly do not. No, I don't think we are. And uh, the other thing is, uh, I got to say, well, Phil actually said before the Series X and S came out, uh, there was an interview that uh, Phil Spencer uh, um, was a part of, and he actually said that these, this console generation will be 10 years. Okay, mm-hmm. now, what that means is, well, I don't really know what that means, and I don't think any of us really know what that means. He knows what it means, but we don't. I'm sure there's going to be some form of incremental upgrade at some point. I don't know if it's, you know, I don't think it's going to be like a whole new console or whatever. Um, I really don't know. But what see, what's going on right now, if you look back at like, for example, let's look back at the Xbox One and the PS4 era. The mid-gen upgrades were necessary, in my opinion. Mm, yes. I think that both of those machines were underpowered half steps at best from the 360 you don't have to think it was fact it is fact the ps3's processor is more powerful than the ps4's it's a fact right and the xbox one was it was was a travesty uh you Mm. know what i'm saying in my opinion as well i thought it was a joke Mm -hmm. but anyways they were needed okay and they they were also like keep in mind when you when you make a half step like that what they had to do the mid-gen refresh from the ps4 pro and of course the xbox one x I mean, that was a desperate attempt to stay relevant with the current software, all right? And so they had to do that. There is no need for it now. Uh, we already, listen, I'm not a tech guy, okay? But I do know, I understand what's going on here. And I understand that, that what they've done is future-proof, especially on the Microsoft side of things. Now, mm-hmm. the thing is, is that they've also, I mean, they, they've designed it to be future-proof. They haven't even touched half, not even half of the potential of what these of what these consoles can do, of what this hardware can do. Okay, I could tell you personally, and this is the only damn thing I could tell you, so don't go asking me, okay, that for like Ubisoft, for example, what they're doing with the Snowdrop engine coming up for a certain game that you guys have been looking forward to, okay, <laughs> the work that they're doing with that in conjunction with RDNA 2 technology is remarkable, okay? Yeah. It is stuff that we haven't seen, well, you haven't seen yet. And I'm telling you, the work that they're going to be doing, the lighting work, the shadow work, uh, the pro- all, all that's that's all I'm going to say. Just be prepared to be wowed in about 2023 and on, okay, for what they're going to be doing. So therefore, if you follow that timeline, I could tell you with absolute certainty that there is no chance that they're going to be releasing anything when they haven't even utilized the technology now that's still another two years away. Okay. Sorry, I know it sounds like I'm like running it. I sound like a Tarantino yeah. script right there. I was like going in circles. <laughs> but I, I started with the ending, then moved back to the beginning. But anyways, the point is, uh, the one thing that they have to do, and this is something that I've always thought about, is that... Like in 2023, I believe, early 23, that's when they're going to be finishing up that big uh, silicone uh, plant in Texas, right? Yes. There's no way they're going to be releasing new hardware. That's to catch up with what they're already, with the demand that they're trying to do now. Okay. So if you think about it in that respect, I could see them doing something like, let's say, maybe they're working on some form of like a, like a, like a, like a problem solving situation. Like maybe it's going to be a hybrid between the S and the X. Maybe they're trying to move away from being completely reliant on silicone, 
Okay, I don't know. We don't know what these wizards are up to. Like, right. it took me five. Now, think about this for half example, uh, half a second. It took me five months to get my car. Okay, the Tesla. Five months. That, that you can is play not... Ori in the Blind Forest on, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and Sonic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can and play Ori head. on it. And, and so, what it, the yeah, hell yeah. is he complaining about? It's hey, not hey, a man, how played on my Tesla. Man. How how dope is it when your car gets a software update? I, oh, I got it the other day. I got it, I got it three days ago. Did you get it? So, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I got. And then uh, you know when people are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, my car's getting tuned up." Yeah, but anyways, um, it is amazing. Now here's the thing, though. It took me five months to get the damn thing. Yes. Now let me ask you guys a question: Is that a viable business model long term? That you have to wait five no. months or a. It is not because they hey, were and throwing and Mag, in the garbage. Yes, Mag. That even that silicon factory in <laughs> Texas that could end up like the Mac factory that Apple was gonna set up in the U.S. It could, it could, like maybe it doesn't even happen. And then maybe we're, it we're doesn't even happen out. because, like I said, maybe their problem. So Jason Ronald is probably pulling his beard out right now, trying to figure out another way around it. Yeah, right. Because yeah. they're not gonna stop. They're not going to stop trying to move the industry forward, trying to create new technologies, trying to make things that are, uh, again, mu much more viable, cheaper, and easier to mass produce in order to what? Make more money. Yeah. Because of they're not going to stop. They're not going to be reliant on this one thing in order to get more hardware out and software out. Well, we're talking about hardware here, but uh, hardware in order to be able to make more money. It's ridiculous to even think that way. So I think that, like, it, it, you know, talking about a mid-gen refresh, I could see, well, eventually, Nintendo doing that. I could see Sony doing that because they're still living in that blockbuster era. I get what if, it. What, what if the mid-gen refresh is a streaming stick? Well, that's not a, that's not a mid-gen refresh. That is another option. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay, I think is so coming. All they're gonna, Yes, all they're doing is opening up the door to more options. Yeah, Samsung already announced that, the right? Hardware, they're bro. already in partnership with Samsung and yeah. their TV. Samsung, I actually and think LG, well, yeah, Bill has already right. said that was, also. He, he's dogs. already come out and said there, there is a streaming stick in the works. You're going to see more about 2022. Yeah, that's right. They just have to work on that streaming technology to make it match the power of actually having the physical box doing the processing for you right in front of your eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Attached to your television, as opposed to, you know, the servers doing this, that, and the other thing. And of course, translating that directly to your team. Well, I, I, I think part of that, yet. I think part of that, the Bethesda acquisition helps with that. They had that oh, Orion tech. Yeah. Oh, that big time. in 4k. Yeah, that wasn't just for games. See, Everborn's oh, onto yeah. something. That wasn't just for games, that acquisition. Okay. They didn't just be like, cause they wanted doom three. Or they went at Elder Scrolls. They got a whole lot more going on there, okay, behind the scenes of what they're going to be working on, especially with all the tech that they got. You see how excited Phil got when they were talking about all the different engines that he's going to be inheriting? Yeah. When, remember now, when that, they had that little sit-down and all the chairs? Man, he that's was, like, very... literally giddy. Like, his legs were kicking like a, like a five-year-old in a chair. <laughs> you know? Like, Man, he was all excited. Yes. That That is super important, right? Now that they have id tech. Microsoft traditionally... In the games world, I know they have DirectX, but I'm saying in terms of game engines that, that people use, their studios, except for 343 building their own engine, mm -hmm. all of their studios traditionally use sort of third-party engines. And now with Bethesda, they have those hardcore technical guys 
that live and breathe game engines. And that's why Sony was able to do some of the things they were supposed they did last generation, running stuff that had no business running on the PS4 because they had those kind of engineers that could get the most out of that hardware. And I think now that you have uh uh id software and these other guys that make engines yes that's that's going to be a big deal and and, and it is we're going to see more of that big deal because like i said they're not going to just well you just said it as well they're not going to utilize it strictly for okay guys make a game and that's it and slam it into game pass no they're going to be seeing what they can do with that what do you think jason ronald is not right there and his team and everybody else is right there they're trying to figure out what they can do well i mean i know he's not part of the, the cloud thing but i mean it's all they're all working. Well, they're together. all working under one umbrella. They're, so they're, exactly. they're, they're, the left hand knows what the right hand is doing. Exactly. Matt. They're all communicating with each other. They're all working together and they're trying to find a, a, a viable option that would be better for them to be able to move away from the restrictions that they're having now, which, of course, is causing a problem with money flow. But anyway, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mag. Definitely appreciate you yes. being here, brother. We know you got you got to bounce. Also, obviously, you know we real, real life folks. Uh, yes. So Mag will be back uh, next year with us. Uh, but uh, you, will you be? Is uh, is uh, Noof doing his show tomorrow? He is doing a show tomorrow. Yes. Um, I don't know if if, if he's doing one the week after. Uh, but okay. uh, I probably won't be able to do it anyway because I got a lot going on between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. This, uh, yeah I mean, I've got events and things going on. I got all yep. that stuff. Plus, I got this thing I was telling you about. You know, yes. moving on up and all that. So uh, yeah, it's a whole other thing. So now I got to actually stop doing the the mag. Uh, podcasting uh, mag and I got to go back to conference call mag and uh, be a little bit nicer and not scream so much. I don't want to scare the crap out of everybody. So, <laughs> well, Mag, listen, thank you so much, brother. Uh, obviously you're a big part of this show. We're, we're, we're really happy to have you. Please, by all means, tell everyone that they can reach out to you on social media and what else you got going on. Yes. Well, uh, guys, I'm going to be a little bit quiet from now until the new year, obviously. Uh, um, you know how they say, like, the, the tiger lays low before he pounces, right? So I got some big <laughs> yeah. things coming up in 2022. I'll tell you that much. But yes. uh, anyways, guys, you know where to find me. Come on. I'm all I'm all over. I'm all over Twitter and everything else. But I will be on a lot more in 2022. But anyways, guys, we will talk, obviously, before Christmas and the holidays and everything yes. else. But either way, Indeed. for anybody in the chat that I don't get to talk to and everybody here, guys, have a happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, celebrate it together with family. Be nice to each other. Have a great time and enjoy. And we'll talk to you guys all real soon. Thanks, brother. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, Let me just catch up on two super chats, and we're going to bring ever. uh, We're going well. No, we'll bring Kaysante in here. He's our tech master when it comes to uh, talking. uh, You know, PC tech. Uh, uh, Sir X Man drops an outstanding two dollars super chat and says they'll put a disc drive in the Series S for fifty dollars more. That's that's interesting, but I think what you would. I, I don't think that that system was made with that in mind. It is made to be a discless uh, only console to support uh you know uh, you know streaming it, it, you know obviously it's a, di- it's a digital content and for 300 bucks the, obviously the, the the price is what won black friday it's the price that is going to win christmas uh for xbox uh I w- there was an article uh posted by uh uh we were talking earlier in in, in the green room from something.biz uh, uh and yeah and uh they're already talking about how microsoft is really taking the playstation to task and that's because of you know them having all of these series s available 
And quite frankly, it, it is a powerful uh, little guy that can do a lot. And uh, people are coming back to Xbox in a big way. Now, whether that be for Xbox the first time they're finding it or people that left after the 360 to go to PlayStation, I believe, are coming back around. But Kayasante, where do hey. you fall? Um, one, yes. one thing about about that super chat, I mm-hmm. think we'll see it the other way around. Before we see a, a disc with the Series S, you'll see I think a disc we'll see with a disc X. X. Yes, I yeah, agree, yeah. absolutely, hundred percent. I and I and I think that would drop it. I don't know if it would be fifty. I'd love to see it drop down uh, further. But if if that ever did release, you you would see Little Man drop down to two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah you'll never you're bucks. never going to see a disc a disced S. That's, no, that wasn't yeah. the purpose yeah. of the S in the first place. Yeah, I, I think I think what we are going to see with that little console was that we could see, uh, yeah, we could we 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 could see a PlayStation Four scenario next year. Uh, obviously, we're we haven't even made it to Christmas yet. In this year, we still have to get past that. But I think that if all things uh, are, 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 are all the cards are on the table, what do you guys? I mean, I, I'm not asking the question because we'll be here in three hours. But just imagine <laughs> what would happen if Microsoft pulled a Sony, and you dropped. mean like the Spider-Man bundle, and Thank they say you. yes, one ninety-nine, one ninety-nine for the Series S. But but you know you get, you get you get Game Pass for three months, Dutch. They did um, they did a, a limited edition Halo twentieth anniversary, but I'm really surprised they didn't just do a standard limited edition color uh, Series S and X. I agree. I would have bought them both for sure. I think it's because of the the chip shortage limiting their I mean, options. Even the S though, the S is clearly not affected by that. Sure, but they they did a Fortnite bundle there, and that's been selling hotcakes. But uh, I mean, dude, it's crazy. Like, Fortnite's it's on the cover. Fortnite, and Fortnite and Rocket League, League, I think. Yeah, Rocket moment. League True. and Fortnite. Yeah, you get both yeah. games, which is which is. I mean, they're, they're very popular games. But uh, KS, where, 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 so, where yeah. do you where, where do you fall on this? So yeah, um, I did see the I did see the the mock up. I saw the video. He showed off the the actual artist that put it together. You know, um, everyone has already like made very very good points here as far as mentioning that the minute they finished their last hardware their hardware like uh, putting out hardware their their last SKU, they're already working on the next SKU. So it's it stands to reason that there are multiple prototypes in the works, but. Two things that tell me this is far, far, far from ever uh, from coming to, uh, to fruition anytime soon. I said this on the show before, and I still reiterate the folks go check it out. Google Xbox 2021 hot chips, or actually 2020 hot chips. They they basically laid out the the reason for the Xbox Series S and Series X to exist, and this why they made decisions they made. They didn't forecast the chip shortage, but they did forecast. DRAM prices increasing, and if and DRAM is is the killer, the most the the, the most that it needs to be, uh, whether they increase it or they don't. So if, if DRAM prices don't go too far up, they can get a mid generation refresh, or they don't have to put that much in in the first place because they know ah in the next three to five years we'll build another one with better revisions, right? The last hot chips conference showed that they they forecasted DRAM prices are not going down. In fact, they might be going up. So that's the reason why you get direct ML. That's the reason why you get uh, uh, direct storage and ray tracing and all of that hardware built in, because they know that there will not be an opportunity for good diminish, uh, good returns 
halfway through the, the through the, the the generation because those prices will still be higher, which means they can't offer you a cheaper. Because usually when they do a mid gen refresh, they have to keep it either at the same price or, or maybe drop it down a little, and they can't yeah. afford yeah. to do that when hardware is going prices are going up versus down. And that was before the chip shortage. That was before COVID, right? So COVID has thrown everything for a loop. And then the mid, now we're talking chip shortages, which will be lasting for, you know, we've already heard like 20, 2023 at this point before you see a console. Which on is the actually shelves. quite scary when you think we're not exactly. even into 2022 yet. Exactly. Right. But the plus side of this equation is nobody has played a quote unquote next gen game yet. Right. I hate that they throw this around so much because they train people to expect certain things. Ray tracing isn't next gen. It's just a feature, a teeny tiny, kind of like how 4K was the end all be all. No, it's yeah, not. Or 3D it's TVs a, for that matter. That's right. It's just a feature that they can show you that can show off certain features that will entice you to go buy something, right? But next gen is far beyond that. You haven't seen direct storage being fully used haven't seen direct ml being fully utilized in certain dribs and drabs you'll get one feature here you'll get another feature there to kind of push the series x beyond its capabilities but you have not gotten a game that has all of them in play right and the reason why you haven't gotten that is because they know that right now they're still playing that old school game of we go to the gym our arms are strong our legs are strong and you know eventually when they run out of that juice you have to you have to optimize smarter not harder because your CPU can only go so far. Your GPU can only go so far. So then you have to rely on the intelligent technology rather than the more powerful technology. And that intelligent technology that's in there, dormant still in the X and the S, have not been tapped into at all, like at all. So even if they, even before all of this stuff happened, if they were planning on, oh, well, this gen will last 10 years, that was before COVID. That was before the chip shortage started. So yep. this gen... If they initially thought it'd be 10 years, we're talking 12, 13 at this point because everything has been pushed back. Game development has been pushed back. Like even if PlayStation goes and goes, yeah, we're doing a mid-gen refresh, where are they going to get their chips from? Yeah. Where That's are they going to? And, and when I say when they're going to get the chips from, obviously they can prototype. Obviously they can make the games. But since they are still in a world where, as Mag pointed out, you buy the box, you play the game, right? You will not be able to even... Even the PS5 of today is hard to find on a store shelf. Imagine in three years when it just kind of died down. Now they're going to get rid of all those and revise it. It's not achievable. It's Gosh. it's definitely not. Unless they come up with new technologies that have not been seen ever before by the common man, which is unlikely, right? All these all these consoles that you see, especially, and, and uh, Everborn pointed that out very astutely, all these features you see are not new things that no one's seen before. We're excited about them because they're putting them all in this cute console package. They've all been out there for a while. If you have the the big the, the, the dough to buy them on PC or movie houses using ray tracing, that's how they, you know, all these features you've seen, ray tracing, has been in movies. Rasterized ray tracing has been in movies, not real time because real time is not a movie, right? But it, they're bringing it down to console players. So None of these are like new tech that's just never been seen before. They're just tech that have been democratized to a point where a console that you hit the button just kind of turns on and does it without any kind of fuss, without any millions of dollars being spent, right? And actually, that's the reason why I think AMD and, and, and PlayStation and Microsoft, to, that, to, to all the extent 
That's why they're so intelligent because they added, they're adding smarter technology rather than higher, more clock speeds and more stronger technologies. You're good, and 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 as as has also been said, there's the hybrid model that's also working on that side of the house. So while your Series S is being optimized to hit higher heights than it normally couldn't hit by just using its CPU and its GPU throughput as is, they're also working on offloading all that stuff to the cloud. So kind of hand in hand, right? I guarantee you, in the next like what four or five years, that thing will shine brighter than it does today. And there'll be mm -hmm. no need to upgrade them because then they'll be tapping into more of that stuff, right? A lot of the devs don't even know how that stuff works today because it's all very new to them. It's all just recently been added to the development platforms. You know, uh, uh, PlayStation has done a really good job in that where they didn't have to reinvent the wheel. They basically bolted on various features to the existing development environment. So you know how to optimize for your machine already. And now we're just giving you ways of making the PS5 shine. Even they mm -hmm. have not seen the full extent of what they can do. Yes, they don't have as many next-gen features, quote-unquote, as the place, as the Xbox does. They don't. That's that's just real. But even they use AMD's, uh, what is it, Smart Shift, which literally just, it's like, think of two glasses of water where they're just kind of pouring back and forth resources, GPU, CPU, <laughs> GPU, CPU. That's what they're doing at any moment's notice. GPU needs more bandwidth, it pushes it there. CPU needs more bandwidth, it pushes it there. So it's able to, like hit beyond its, its weight for far more than you would expect from what's on the spec sheet, you know? So they're all, and, and they can tweak it on the back end. They, they constantly do so. So they can give you more or less bandwidth based on your game requirements. A lot of that stuff is just like at the tip of its iceberg. Ray tracing is a whiz bang feature they tell you today, but give it a few years, you know, in addition to, of course, we're seeing all the, the, all the, uh, um, the, the streaming tech coming along as, as far as, like, like uh, uh, Cyber said, you can literally go into your OG Xbox right now and just hit, mm. hit turn on and play next-gen games through that. And right mm -hmm. now, it's okay. Give it time. It'll be more than okay. Remember when, it's, it's, when it's 4K... It's going to be the standard. Yes, right. Remember when 4K on YouTube used to be a pipe dream? Now 4K <laughs> is standard, yes. right? Yeah. Even though you don't use that much more bandwidth, it's all about how they compress it, how it looks to your eye. Will it be perfect 4K? It never will be, but you forget until you put in that Blu-ray and you see what a 4K right. thing really looks yes. like, right? Eventually, yeah. right. it gets Net so good. Netflix, Netflix is exactly. not 4K. Exactly. It, it, it looks never like 4K. Yeah. But it looks like exactly my point, right? Exactly. So as we go along, as far as next-gen refreshes, even if they had a, a, a potential plan of doing that at some point, let's not think about that anymore because the, the pandemic and the chip shortage has really pushed a lot of things back. A lot of things have been pushed back, and that's okay because the tech has been designed to grow over time rather yes. than overutilizing it from jump and then being able to hit its limits already. You know, right. I say so you'll see in the next six years or so, you'll see the Series S maybe then hit its limit, and you go, okay, now it's a little, you know, now it's a little slow. And and a quick aside before I let you go on the series on the Series S point, never expect to see the best of the Series S in third party. Because third party doesn't want the Series S. Third party wants the shiniest of the shine. They yes. have a they have a very small uh, uh, resource budget. They have a time to optimize and they move forward. So that's why in many cases you'll see, oh well, the Series X gets a ray tracing patch. The Series S missed it. Why? Because they don't have the time or the 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 the, the fortitude to spend time tweaking it and making it shine. Can it shine? Hell yes, it can. 
Look at first party games on the Series S. Then you know mm. it can. It just requires that time, right? So at some point, as we all we're all seeing that these chip shortages are continuing to go on, and the Series S is cleaning up, right? It's winning Black Friday. It's winning this. It's winning that. At some point, there'll be so many Series S's in the market, they will have no choice but to spend that time to optimize because that's yes. where most people will play it. Yes. For now, absolutely. it gets the wicked stepbrother treatment. You know what I'm saying? That's that's basically what it is. Can I just piggyback on something real quick? Sure, boom? yeah, jump in. Mm-hmm. Exactly what Kassante is. Just, I'll, I'll just get my point right across on this topic. Um, exactly what you were saying about the resource fully utilizing uh, these consoles. I think we all, all forget, and I'm going to talk about a game that Everborn loves right now. Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto 5. All right. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5 came out on the Xbox 360, and it came out literally at the end end uh-huh. like the, the, the exact end of it and people uh, i believe the last of us as well i think came out mm-hmm. at the end of the playstation 3 yeah both those games amazing Breath of the games. wild same Breath thing of the wild correct right yep. they came out at the end of the generation when when people you know we were jumping into the generation people were amazed at exactly uh we were getting at, at those consoles why because it, it took them time they finally you know were capable of you know using those consoles using that hardware to its limits and just just like what we're seeing now um i don't believe we're, we're gonna get a, a a mid-gen uh console this whole generation period they already have a solution for that that's ds if you want to go with a lower tier and they already have another system in place which is xcloud which we've been talking about um, before when One Bad Mother was here still and what Kate Asante was mentioning to earlier, they are bridging everything together. They are giving you all these options. This is um, the systems that we have today are more than capable systems of delivering us quality games. It's going to take a little bit more time for the developers to understand exactly how to you know, utilize their tools, utilize all the resources for that coming with these consoles. But a mid-gen... Um, a mid-gen console this generation, I, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah, uh, great, great points. Wonder and Dutch, get your opinion, and then we'll get Everborns, read the final Super Chats, and get everyone the H out of here. Dutch, I mean, obviously, the mock-up, I, I saw you you commented on it. I, I actually, I, I love it. I, I mean, again, I don't know if it's it's ever going to look that like that, because, again, it's an artist's interpretation. I mean, do you agree with everyone on the panel that we we don't necessarily need it, nor are we going to see it? Yeah, we won't see it for quite a while, and this generation is probably going to be longer than any that we've ever had. Um, But primarily, a couple of things that stood out um, to me from a technical standpoint that I think the artist wasn't aware of, or if he is aware of it, just alluded. I knew where Uh, you were going. Mm -hmm. They spent... (laughs) Serious R and D on on sorting out that split motherboard. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. And there the is heat a dissipation. That they did that specifically for for heat dissipation and going back it. to yep. the form factor of the the One X. Yes, would seriously yep. hamper the performance of the console. Um, there is a reason why they went through the ventilation process as well, along mm-hmm. with the heat dissipation of the split motherboard. Um, so as pretty as it is they won't change the form factor because the form factor for that power um, has has been created for that certain point. Um, so while I do envisage potentially them looking at um, potentially in the future a discless version of a Series X, 
even then it wouldn't change anything because if if you break down the internals of the series x it would still be identical in form factor <laughs> uh the, the it's essentially the if the 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 brick of it all the the two split motherboards are in a i'm sure a thermal like a thermal um aluminium um shell and they're kind of clamped together on the side yeah. of that you then have a giant heat sink up here and then have the disk drive underneath it so they just connect on like little duplo pieces that you can just yes. unplug and plug back in so it's really, really easy as it, from a disassembly point. Um, so even if you took out that disk drive, you've still got that big heat sink on the top. <laughs> the form factor wouldn't change one iota. So even if you took mm -hmm. out the disk drive, it would still look identical to the Series X. Um, it would just be a digital version of a Series X. Uh, so, yeah, it's very just, pretty. just put a piece of cardboard there. You'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, it is a Dutch, pretty one. Don't you, don't you think if they changed that revision, it would only be a Series S because it's the only one that would fit in something like that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And that, that's the thing as well with the Series S. They didn't have to have go down the split, the split motherboard thing because they didn't have the same right. power output. They didn't have the same right. constraints. Right. Um, and of imagine course, if they found a way to make that even smaller than it already is, which is oh, crazy. there's no absolutely no doubt they can. I think if yeah. they if they really went down, um, kind of more down the um, vapor chamber route into an extensive level, um, they probably could. Um, the fans, I mean, if you have a look at the Series S now, the fan section of itself, the actual heat dissipation section of it, um, is probably more than half of the console's size. Yeah, there you go. More than half of the console size. So if the if the you, fact that you can pick that up and show it on camera, just that easy, one-handed baby, says, says it yeah. says enough about the that you know yeah. the Series S. And they could quite easily, no doubt. I think one thing they could probably look to do on the Series S is look at a split motherboard version of a Series S and turn it even smaller than it is. Oh yeah, um, and look at and there's ways and means of doing that, but the. The purpose of this really is, is as much as that fan rendering is is very pretty. Um, I would love it if, and it sounds silly, but from a gamer perspective, we all like RGB. Um, it's just it's the bling of the gamer community. I would love, <laughs> uh, the one the one touch that I do like on on PlayStation is that nice blue light that you get around it, um, and even on the previous one, the nice light that you get around it, and it kind of gives you an indication if something's went wrong or indication of something's went right or when you're sinking or anything like that like on xbox you get there is other than the power button there's no real indication as to what's going on you, um, you've seen power on they don't want no red rings out there even if it's if it's screwing up they don't want to show you that no, they don't they, they scarred been themselves from that but <laughs> exactly from just a, an aesthetic an aesthetic position i would love rgb to be there in some true, way shape true. or form um but it, that's again, that's for them just to say, no, nah, that's just money wasted. We can do so much more than just chuck RGB in. Um, but you're seeing it even on the big hardcore gamer rigs like RGB is life. <laughs> <laughs> RGB is life. Everyone loves a bit of RGB. I've got RGB Absolutely. to the hilts in here. Um, but it just adds it just adds a little something, a little extra flair, doesn't it? To to to, to something. Yeah. Um, but no, it's. We won't see a revision because the primarily the technology we've got in there is nowhere near being tapped out yet. It's not even anywhere close. 
Um, and I think it's been touched on quite a significant amount there, but the engine refinements that we've got from all these new engines as well um, will allow these consoles to push themselves far further than they would have been able to in any other previous generation without really ever pushing them as far as they can go for quite a significant amount of time. Like Unreal Engine 5, for instance, the capabilities of that by itself, when we're not talking about the refinements to... Um, to Bethesda's new creation engine. We're not talking about the continuous refinements to the Slipspace engine going forwards. We're not talking about ID's next engine. I was going to say ID Tech. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, have, they were sitting in the yeah. driver's seat, to be honest with you. Yeah. Hey, yes, uh, Dutch, sorry. I got to run. I just yes. want to say this has been an amazing year, 2021. Uh, joining this, you guys have become my like legit friends i call all you guys all the time Brothers. and I, I appreciate absolutely yeah, yes. absolutely i appreciate the opportunity to be on the show and i look forward to 2022 it has been an amazing year just for friendship and for xbox and gaming in general this is great and uh 2022 looks even bigger and i thank you everybody for embracing me in this community and helping me launch two successful kickstarters i thank everybody uh i gotta run but I just wanted to get those words out since I know no this Sega is the last drop before year. you run. Don't forget to play GTA Five. Don't forget it. It's no, right. definitely not going to do that. Definitely not going to do that. Sonic Frontiers game of the year Sonic Frontiers game of the year 2022. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting my stamp on it. You remember where you heard it first, it's but gentlemen. Starfield. I'm just saying it right now. Happy 2021 and uh, prosperous 2022. You will see me and Kay Asante once more because we still got to talk about Spider-Man and the Matrix this week. So uh, we will, you will see me again, but thank you again, everybody. And I I love all you guys. And and love you too, brother. Enjoy the rest of your night. Hopefully everything is okay at home. And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for our show. Uh, let me just catch up some of the super chats. We have Don Otaku drops not one but two. The first one for five dollars says, "Anyone who doesn't think that cloud processing in gaming isn't the future, just show them Microsoft Flight Sim Online versus offline." Indeed, so that's fact. a so that's fact. Com- hashtag facts yes. for sure. It is an unbelievable uh, different experience uh, when you have the entire world at your fingertips. Uh, and that's and that's just bananas to think about. 108 Dragons TV, good friend of the show. He drops an outstanding five dollars super chat. Says happy holidays to all. Have a safe new year, indeed. Happy holidays to you and yours as well. And thank you for the generosity. We also had let's see where there's a Don Otaku's second uh, super chat. I think it might even be his third of the day. He drops. An additional $5 says, I'll care about ray tracing when a game like Splinter Cell Remake takes advantage of more realistic lighting. Indeed, I, I, I hope that, in fact, is comes to fruition. 108's Dragons TV drops an additional $5 super chat and says, there's no reason to do next-gen refresh. Uh, what stats would they be chasing? Xbox Series X and X and uh, PS5 outperforms the average PC, especially sure. in the uh, thermal features. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. What what would they be chasing? Because that's the reality. But listen, you know, obviously we had a big panel, um, and we uh, we're gonna get we're we're going to of course bring back xbox university he was uh he was running late he was podcasting from his phone which obviously didn't sound great but we were able to tighten up the sound and he'll be back in a future episode uh next year i'm looking to bring even more voices and more new community members into 
the fray. I've reached out to several uh, in the community that we're trying to set up schedules for next year. Of course, I will continue on that trend. It's something that's important to me uh, of bringing uh, you folks some new voices uh, to, to listen to in the community. And of course, obviously, OBM with Xbox Era. Definitely check out their podcast. I listened to their over the weekend podcast. Uh, it was, if you like Friends, they had a Friends uh, showdown. Pretty interesting for a video game podcast, but it was fun nonetheless. Um, and of course, obviously, Mag will be back with us next year as well. And we have a few things in the pipeline. He has a few things in the pipeline too. Obviously, people have been asking for him to do more videos. Those are coming. And let's get into the outros of who is left here in the panel. We'll start first with the Wandering Dutch because it is super late where you are. Dutch, again, congratulations on a magnificent and very successful charity, 24-hour charity stream. Uh, Please, by all means, sell your brand. Talk about the midweek mix-up. And where can people subscribe to your YouTube channel and reach out to you on social media? Yeah, certainly. And again, thank you very much. And everybody, everybody here who obviously I've pretty much every panel member on, on PTG jumped in, donated, watched the stream as, as, uh, <laughs> as Santi was saying, he pretty much caught 75% of it there, even just having it on in the background for the full thing. So massive. Great stream, everywhere. bro. Great stream. Was so yeah, much fun. that stream looked great. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, but that was that was awesome fun and obviously loved chatting with everybody throughout. And I was just I was blown away specifically just of how many people were sitting there for primarily the vast majority of the 24 hours with us. Um, that's, that's a long commitment. <laughs> I expected <laughs> us to sit there and do that. I didn't expect the community to come out and pretty much do exactly the same thing as well. Um, and and seeing people getting up like shit hot in the morning and, and joining us for the for the final stretch as well. And then jumping in the party for us finishing was uh, was also insane. Um, so that was that was really really big things for us. Um, and I'm really proud of. I want to say just for for midweek mix up as well as a group this year we've we've raised seventeen hundred pounds. So that's about wow. two thousand dollars awesome. um, for charity. Um, both of course for for cancer research and for uh, diabetes. Um, nice. So. Yeah, we're gonna. Um, I've already got plans in the works for next year to do things bigger and better. Um, of course, with the collective, we've got international um, podcasts on board as well as the European and and obviously in the UK. Um, so I want charities from all over the world um, to be donated to. So we're going to set up something a little bit different, um, but make sure that we've got charity represented in every nation um, that we work in. So nice. Um, that that's going to be awesome but yes we are taking a break as well we're already finished for the year um we finished last week um obviously our main guests last week were acg and uh great way to close it out brother Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that was an awesome show as well um so yeah that was the best way we could go out was with a bang so acg and king david that was absolutely awesome this week i've just put together a little recap video that's going to go live on our usual wednesday time slot anyway nice um that also features some of our best bits from 2021. So that'll round out the year for us. Um, other than that, you can catch me on YouTube at Wondering Dutch, um, obviously the home of the podcast. Uh, you can catch me on Twitch at Midweek Mixup Collective and on Twitter at Wondering Dutch as well. But nice, nice. Well, thank awesome you so much for being part of this podcast, brother. It, yes. brother. Um, yes. And again, as always, honored that you asked me to, to be part of uh, PTG this year. A massive, massive uh, opportunity for myself, and, and I couldn't pass that up. Um, so I'm, I'm honoured. 
Honoured to be well, part of this family, brother. And uh, every one of you, like I say, I consider you as really great friends. So thank well, you. Well, we, we're honored to have you here, brother. And when you accepted the uh, the the spot, it, it couldn't have made me happier. I, I, I think that uh, you bring a tremendous amount of real solid worth, not only to this podcast, but the community as a whole. And a perfect example of that worth is exactly what you and your team did just the other day. And we're happy to have a part of this show and can't wait to see what all of us do in 2022. Uh, obviously, Kay Asante, you know, you guys, are you, everyone's taking a bit of a break. And I think we all need to recharge our batteries, play some games. I still got to get into the gunk, but I can't stop playing freaking Halo. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, Great talent cleanser for those who uh, want to try that. And I'm going to try because I, I love platformers, so it's, it, I can't wait to play it. I'm actually going to probably try and jump into it tonight because it just looks just magnificent. A lot of people are lukewarm on it. Some people really like it. Some people dislike it. That's gaming for you, folks. People are going to love things and hate things all at the same time. But by all means, sell your brand. Talk about your incredible podcast on Saturdays, known as the Gaming Circle Podcast. And, of course, where can people reach out to you on social media? Yeah, so thank you, thank you, Boom. I will reiterate what my brother, Mr. Everborn Saga, said. You know, this has been a tremendous year for myself and for us and just for the gaming community as a whole. Got to meet and consider a friend. So many great people, yourselves on this panel, especially. You know, I've been watching y'all for years. So, so to be to be to be asked to be on the show and to really the camaraderie, the friendship, it is unparalleled. I I am so I'm so honored to be to to to, to be a part of this uh, this community. You know, and, and of course, this is the year that I started my podcast, which I've also been wanting to do for a long time. And and everybody, lots of people in this community has have embraced me. And 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 seem to really appreciate the stuff we do there. Myself and Everborn, both on the Real and the Gaming Circle podcast, seems to garner a lot of the same uh, community members, and is growing all the time. So, thank you so much. If if you haven't checked us out, please do. You know where all our stuff is. I'm TKO Asante on Twitter. You 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 know you follow me. I'll follow you back. Follow the Everborn Sagas channel as well. We'll actually be, as he said, we'll actually will be doing on the reel a couple more times before the end of this year, because man, we got to talk that Matrix and we got to talk that Spider Man. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Spider Man, get off I the internet have, right I've now. Been avoiding all Go. the spoilers, I know a lot get of it's off going the on. Internet, get, yes, stay because, away from because the people, internet because people keep putting putting thumbnails with 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 uh, spoilers in it, which is just unnecessary and uncalled for. But yes. Uh, uh, th- that's that's a, an instance where I wish we had no internet, we had no social media, because <laughs> to find out some of those re- revelations on in the movie when you actually get there, rather than it being all spoiled for you, would be mind blowing. Anyway, so yes, thank you guys so much for for continuing to support us and continue to be in the chat and be a part of this this community. You know, uh, um, there's some backlog stuff going on in in, uh, in uh, on the gaming circle. We, I might drop one or two things just to experiment. We're yes. trying to come back in 2022 with some upgrades, as they do in the Matrix. We're going to come up with some upgrades. <laughs> we shall see how it goes, but we're working on it actively. Thank you guys so much for continued support. And you guys, happy 2021, happy 2020, happy new year if we don't talk. And we'll definitely be out in full force in 2022. So yeah, thank you can't guys wait so to, Can't wait to see that. And Cyber Cyber Halo Knox, do me a favor, brother. <laughs> talk about Xbox Game Pass Club and where could people reach out to you and also... You're going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus from the show oh, yeah. for a couple of months, and uh, you will be back. Yes. 
Yes, yes, that's absolutely. It's always been, man, I, I've said this week in and week out. I've always loved coming here, you know, discussing games with guys, just being part of this community, talking games with you guys, listening to everyone's opinion, li- looking at the chat. You guys, everyone's incredible. Yeah, I am. We're taking a little bit of a break. Uh, we're going uh, on, on, a, on, on a long, long vacation with the family. So I will be back in February. But um, yeah, I love being here. I um. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's been a long time since we did a, a family trip, so we're making this one count. So, um, nice. yeah, it's it's been amazing, you know, talking with each and every one of you guys every week in and week out. Boom, it's been two years already, you know. Indeed. I remember when you asked me, and I'm always going to be grateful to you, my brother. You're like family to me. Thank you, you, you know, Thank gave you. me a you chance. Well. You brought me in here, and you said, you know, yeah, you know, come on in. You know, I like what, what you said. I like the, the chats that we're having. Why don't you come and be a part of the show? And ever since then, man, I, I've loved being here every single time. Uh, I got to meet great people here. It's been an amazing 21, uh, to, uh, 20, 2021. It, it looks like it's going to be an even bigger 2022 for us here in the gaming community. So I can't wait to get it started. Everyone out there, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Enjoy the New Year. Be safe, you know, stay safe out there. Keep on gaming. Hit me up on Twitter if you guys want to have a discussion. I'll be away. A, a but um, yeah, if you Cybernox everywhere else, Xbox Game Pass, I got big plans for it next year. Uh, just follow me there as well. So um, if you want to see the whole, will there be Halo, that co-op for Halo no, Infinite? Co-op for Halo Infinite? It has to. Come oh on, yeah, I'll be on, there for to. sure. And I've been getting PTSD watching Boom playing the campaign, and I'm missing <laughs> one audio log somewhere that I have no idea where it is, and I'm like, ah, I have to find that thing later. But yeah, guys, it's been an amazing year. Can't wait for next year, and uh, yeah. Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you, brother. And last but not least, we got a couple more super chats. Splendiferous drops an additional two dollars super chat. Says happy holidays, guys, and stand up to bullies in the chat. And actually, yeah, folks, if you see an a-hole in the chat, shout them out. Uh let, let, let me know. Let somebody on the panel, everyone here's a mod, and let Lisa Papa know. But m- most of the time he takes care of business. Again, uh he, he walks silently and carries a very big band stick. Um RRD drops a $2 Super Chat and says, Happy Holidays. Thanks for all the hard work this year. Well, thank you, brother, for being here, supporting Double Barrel Gaming. And uh, Sir X-Men says, Boom, look at your DM. Sent you something. I will definitely check that once I've uploaded this show. Internal Soliday drops an outstanding $2 Super Chat. And says, Great show uh, and panel. Keep up the great work. Well, Internal, it's great to have you here. You've been a supporter for quite some time. We definitely appreciate that very much. Listen, folks. Um, obviously we got this jerk who's saying about nudes. Jeez, man, people just don't know how to act in this place. Love face, XYZ, get over yourself. No one cares about nudes. We're here to talk about video games. Anyway, listen, folks, <laughs> thank you so much for supporting Double Barrel Gaming. Uh, we are gonna come back next year in a big, big way. More giveaways. Hopefully, we hit the 10k in the first quarter. Um, and of course, you're gonna get all of the live shows, including the newest edition in the X Vlog. And uh, hopefully you are enjoying that. I'm going to, like I said, I I have three planned for the remainder of the year. No live shows after tomorrow's Xbox Factor podcast. And we are doing one more uh, monster giveaway. It is the a, a special Xbox uh, edition giveaway. It's only one winner. Uh, that's going to uh, include uh, an Xbox light for your desk. It's going to include a $50 Xbox, uh, Xbox Live gift card. And also the Razer Kishi for cloud uh-huh. gaming. 
Uh, and that's, of course, courtesy of Mrs. Boomstick and myself. One last big one to go out with a bang. And that's going to be tomorrow. Tune in at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're in the chat, if you're a channel member, if you drop a super chat or, or you, you have a shot at winning. And of course, of course, I'm going to close out today's show with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. And that's something my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others. And you want to be treated also. It doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Good night. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, and we will see you on the newest edition of Primetime Gaming, January 3rd, 2022.